0: Welcome back, everyone, to the Electronic Gaming Mostly Podcast. I'm Seeker127, and I'm here with
1: The Gabbler.
0: The Gabbler.
1: As every time you announce it, like it's a new person.
0: I know. That's why it's funny.
1: <laughs> Giggity. <laughs> Just to start alliterating every time Giggity Gabbler. Go, go, Gabbler.
0: Go, go, Gadget Gabbler.
1: Gabbler. Yeah, that works. <laughs>
0: So yeah, no podcast last week because I was feeling like shit and there wasn't a whole lot to talk about. This week there's also really not a whole lot to talk about, but there is one big thing and that's Black Ops. <laughs> well,
1: there'd be a you lot to, to hear talk first. about. And some we other talk things. talk about anything but games for the most part.
0: Yeah, for now. <clears> we can expand later. All right, so uh, we got the full team. version of Black Ops now. What did you the think? The full version? Well, yeah, because we talked about the beta.
1: I mean, I, I you know, I've never really been a a Call of Duty fan. I almost said Black Ops, and then I just said blah, so it sounds like I'm a fan of black. <laughs> like, all right, whatever. Uh, <clears throat> never really been a fan of Call of Duty. I used to kind of hate on it when I was younger because you know, it was like. All the jock bros and shit like that playing video games. I'm over here playing nerdy shit, and they're all very like, fucking Call of Duty, Brit. I was yeah. never into that.
0: I played the very first one, and then I played Modern Warfare in college, and it wasn't mine. I was all excited. I got the orange box with Team Fortress and everything. I'm like, hey, guys, guess what? We can play Team Fortress now. And they were like, oh, yeah, I also got uh, Modern Warfare. And then we never played Team Fortress.
1: I mean, I certainly played Call of Duty when it was its original Inception-type stuff, you know, where it was just a single-player war game um, before multiplayer just took over fucking video games and ruined everything. But um, (laughs) I think the last one I played was World at War, and I just played the campaign, and that's it. Um, So I've never really been into the multiplayer, and I've played Counter-Strike and stuff like that over the years, and I used to think I used to say that Counter-Strike was superior, and it still is. It's a superior game uh, it, if you compare it to the old games. I would say right now, though, Counter-Strike, CSGO, I'm sorry, I know it's not a popular opinion, but it's trash. It's just the same shit from 15 years ago. Uh, you people are getting sold reskinned shit. It's, just, it's the equivalent of playing GoldenEye reskinned, but I would love that. Yeah, at 60 fucking dollars, no thank you. I, mean, I don't think
0: that go- cost sixty. I mean, I get it. There's like a competitive thing there, and th- the I thing mean, I don't get is I'm it's mostly seems to be popular or like originally gained all its popularity. The new one, anyway, from like skins. I'm Why do people spend so topic, much money?
1: But, <laughs> well, people love that. I'm getting off topic on it, but I was just taking a jab at like, you know, you go into the Nintendo store, for example, they try to sell you Super Mario Brothers for fucking seven dollars. Get the fuck out of here, okay? And the thing is, the sad part is people would pay for that because they're will, they're willing to pay for a reskinned Counter Strike in 2016 or whenever the fuck it came out.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of versions of Counter Strike.
1: Fuck me, it's the, they're all the same. Source, 1.6, CS:GO. It's all the same. It's nothing different. Well, they added a few guns to CS:GO and a couple modes. Oh wow,
0: incredible. I like that they added deathmatch because I don't like. How the about actual ADS? How mode? about they add
1: fucking ADS? Okay.
0: Yeah, that'd be nice. Well, I mean, if you want that, then you just play Call of Duty.
1: I hate that we've, like, people don't understand, like, the whole concept of the point, the center of your screen is where you shoot people with, and there's just a crosshair on there. That's an old mechanic, because it took system resources to print and show an object in front of the screen in the middle screen if you wanted to add a later on when they started adding ADS it took system resources that they finally had access to to show an image of a gun and animate it moving to the center of your screen to to create an ADS system now it's all fucking 3d models and shit and it's amazing and like holy shit man that's what that's what it's all about then you can have differentiations between ADS and and non ADS now so, certainly some games go a little fucking overboard and make hip yeah, fire. Hip, ridiculous. fire is useless. hip fire is has become it's almost gone to the extreme opposite where hip fire is useless. It's not how hip fire works. Like here's Jesus. here's how
0: you fix the hip fire problem. No crosshair. Like the yeah. gun is still just as accurate as it's always right. been. It's just you can't aim it as well. So Absolutely. no crosshair.
1: There's no reason to have a crosshair. When you have an ADS ADS in your game, there's no reason for a visual crosshair at all times. It's stupid. And hip-fire should be just that. A general shot in a general direction without the accuracy of your fucking... I I saw a bullet coming out of a sniper rifle
0: and it goes at a 45-degree angle. I saw that today. Hip-firing a sniper rifle, 45-degree angle out of the barrel. That doesn't happen. That's not how that works.
1: Go get an airsoft rifle or airsoft pistol... All right, shoot it. Shoot it on your from your hip. Hip fire it, and then shoot it by aiming down the the sights. And tell me, like obviously you're going to be more accurate going down the sights, but you're not going to be so way off that you're missing the target. Like you might miss a couple shots, absolutely. And actually, as you get better with it, it won't be. I mean, there's fucking competition shooters that shoot from the hip. That's a fucking thing. Whatever. We're getting off topic, but the point is, um. Call of Duty's always kind of been a bit of a reskin of older versions and, um, I've never really got on the train with it. And this one we got onto because of the BR mode specifically, at least I did. I was interested because of the BR mode, because I do like BR, you know, when, <clears throat> when they, when it, I never really played the day, the day Z mod, um, or the armor. I played a little bit of the Arma three mod, um, I think it was Armor 3. It might have been Armor 2. I don't remember. Uh, right at the end there before PUBG came out. And then then we played PUBG, and we had a lot of fun in that game. It was really good in the beginning when they were updating it every two weeks. Yeah,
0: well, it was and good for early access, right and then they actually yeah. released it, and we're like, this is early access still. Like, it runs yeah. like shit. The netcode's terrible. Right. All exactly. kinds of fucking bugs and everything. But Call well, of Duty, I've never... That- I've never really been a huge fan of Call of Duty, but I think uh, it's weird. Like when this Call of Duty came out, like like you said, a lot of people shit on Call of Duty for a long, like, oh, you're not a real gamer. You're just one of the the bro dudes, right, (laughs) playing Call of Duty. But I've seen everyone playing this game, and I think we finally reached that. But, well, I think part of it is the BR, and I think the other part of it is like every shooter for like the last four or five years has tried some kind of gimmicky thing. Like, we're going to differentiate ourselves. And then you're left with no good just shooters. You know? Like, what's come out recently? You had the hero shooter thing with Overwatch and the BR thing. And Destiny barely counts. I mean, that's like a looter shooter, but... Uh I mean, I think uh people actually are just like... Just like me, just want a good fucking shooter that runs well.
1: Destiny is kind of like a Diablo looter, though, yeah. Um, I think... God, we're hitting all, so many notes that I want to hit on this game. Like, um, just to finish my thought on the BR thing, you know, they came off of uh, PUBG and we liked it, and then it got pretty bad. And, you know, we actually played Fortnite before it was fucking popular when we were, when it was like a single player, th- not a single player, but a like a co-op horde yeah, mode. I thing. still
0: think that mode is better than the BR. We I remember the that. moment I gave up on BR. Like, we were playing with uh, it was me, you, and Seth doing squads. And yeah. you guys were like, you got to build. Yeah. You got to build. I'm like, I'm not building. Uh, fucking, that's terrible. No. <laughs> I just want to shoot. So we land. <laughs> I pick up a good gun. I see this other guy. I hear him. I follow him around. He doesn't see me. And I'm like, I had to shoot him like, you know, whatever, 17, 18 times in the face or in the back of the head. And he just turns around and builds a fucking fortress and kills me. Nope, that's it. Uh, turn the game off, uninstalled it, haven't looked back. I don't miss it at yeah, all. Yeah, I know a Fuck lot of people game.
1: like Fortnite, and this is probably an unpopular opinion, but it's a shit game. It does a lot of things right in comparison to PUBG. If you're comparing Fortnite to PUBG, Fortnite is superior. So I can absolutely understand people's reasoning for playing Fortnite over PUBG. Even though PUBG looks better and has better guns and That's things like that. It's faster
0: paced and it runs better. So Fortnite runs
1: better. It's faster <laughs> paced. And it's, and it's free. It's more easily accessible, yeah. It's it's free. It's more easily accessible. Here's the thing I'll say, though. Uh, my experience was similar to yours. I was on a rooftop. It was in a squad game. There was a guy running out in an open field. I start tagging him. Tap, 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 tap. By all accounts, he should be dead because he took a bad path. I'm good at aiming. He's dying. That, like, by all accounts, he should be dead because he made bad decisions. He could have stayed closer to trees so he'd have cover. He could have stayed closer to whatever. Now I understand. Like, people are going to be like, "Well, when he built this wall, you just shoot the wall." It's not that simple. Well, they just he's keep over- building. They, they just keep building and then get away. I, I'm not in a mobile position. I'm now forced to go engage close range with him, which now he's better. So here's how it works. The farther you are from a target, the more difficult it is to hit. The closer you are to a target, the simpler it is to hit. The skill gap exists between those two metrics in any game that is a shooter. Okay. When you extend distance, the better players are going to be good at larger distances versus players that are less uh, skilled. So when you close that distance, if, if you are good, I had an Obama moment. Sorry, if you're good, <laughs> <laughs> or at, if you're good at um, at at mechanical aiming and stuff like that, it benefits you to cre- continue to create distance between you and other targets. Um, if you're if you don't have a weapon or you're not good at, uh, at range, if your weapon's not good at range or you're not good at range, you you benefit to find a way to get to your target uh, to get closer. So Fortnite actually it's, completely it's the same eliminates thing as real life. Ceiling.
0: You know, like Fort. I took, I took karate for a while and you know, some of it was like traditional shit, but the other part was like actual self-defense and every now and then it would come up like, what happens if you're getting mugged or someone has a gun? And if the first question is, are you within arm's reach? And if you're not, yeah. the answer is to run because the farther you get away, the less chance you have of getting hit and serpentine.
1: That's, serpentine. yeah. <laughs> That's correct. If you're getting shot at in, in Call of Duty or any BR uh except for Fortnite cuz it doesn't matter. If you're getting shot at, in a BR that's not Fortnite, uh it's a fucking serpentine, only the players that are really good at aiming and tracking are going to get you. And if they do, they deserve it. If you stand there and try to outshoot them, you're pretty much putting your skill up against theirs and hoping that yours is better.
0: But well, you're always if you get shot first, then you're always at a disadvantage.
1: But here's what you need to understand. If you're on the move and you get shot somebody takes a shot at you, and you're on the move, and it hits you, you should automatically assume that they're capable of hitting you if you're, if you're going to stop and shoot. Because you have just created a- you're, you're in a situation now where you were already running, and they had to shoot you while running. So, you, turning and shooting them is just going to make it easier for them. You need to get to cover quickly, and then try to outmaneuver them through cover. If you're running and somebody shoots at you and they miss you could absolutely probably try to turn around and shoot them because they probably aren't that great at shooting and they miss the shot you know it's it's a it's a change you have to take anyways we're getting off the like uh, so you're getting Fortnite, off topic sorry with Fortnite, they eliminate that system of skill they eliminate the skill gap there is no skill gap in Fortnite. don't pretend yourself that there are people that say well learning how to build really quickly that's an acquired skill. No, it's not. It takes 15 minutes to learn that. Okay, all you have to do is do this. I'm I'm about to make you a Fortnite god. Ready? You hold down the button and spin. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's it. You change it's, your keybinds. The there's menu. no there's no magic to it. You literally hold down the button and it will it will build wherever you're looking. Then you just build. You just continue to do that for 15 minutes, and you'll have built muscle memory on where to look every time hundred percent every time. Watch pro Player. watch Todd, go watch Ninja. Okay. He doesn't build the perfect fucking house every time he builds. He's still spamming and moving around with shit. Oftentimes he'll just be swirling his fucking screen around as he falls down trying to land trying to land a, a platform to underneath him. That's that's what everybody does. Okay? The reason why people like ninja are successful is because you know, they have some kind of mechanical aiming skill that does translate to a small degree. So, you know, when you're having those battles where you're jumping around with a shotgun, he's going to land more shots than you do. Because at the end of the day, even though you still have to narrow that skill gap down, there still is a little bit of overhang on that, but it's not much. So, uh, but the thing is, though, Blackout which is Black Ops, the Call of Duty's BR version is yeah, called dude, Blackout. Everyone knows that. Blackout <laughs> is like you got to Everyone's that. playing this game, man. You can't you can't assume that. And some people out there might not know. You got to always assume the like, other. So what they do is there's no building. <laughs> okay. What they do so. is it's about shooting. So you take Call of Duty which is no question they have Years and years of experience of making a solid arcade shooter that feels good. This is not a simulation game. This is not PUBG levels of simulation. This is arcade, fast-paced action. And what they've done is they've translated that into a BR environment, and it fucking works. It's not perfect. There's rarely ever going to be a game that is perfect. There's only one Hideo Kojima. It doesn't work. But... This game nails everything that needs to be nailed in BR. Except armor. Except, yeah. I mean, they they do obviously take from other games. And, you know, that's something Fortnite doesn't have that is a benefit to Fortnite. So They got yeah, shields. They do have shields, which is technically armor. Yeah, you're right.
0: <laughs> there's no Excuse redeeming me. factors about Fortnite. There's Stop no. trying to defend
1: it. <laughs> well, I forgot about shields. Um... The whole armor thing is weird. I can understand it because hey, there's sniper rifles and we don't want you to just get one shot out in the field. Okay, put armor in the game, but there should only be a level one armor. It should only be a ballistic vest and that's it. No helmets. Man, it I should really, really only save you from rifle, it, you're dead.
0: it should save you from one bullet. Mm-hmm. I mean, that'd be kind of an interesting way to do it, right? Like the shot that would otherwise kill you just brings you to one health. That's what armor does.
1: I think armor yeah. could do a, a damage reduction. Um, or you could just have it, yeah, honestly, I think armor should just pile on extra health. I think that's all it should do. I think armor should be like 50 more health. So, whereas, uh, <clears throat> I mean, that's basically ca- 50-
0: what happens in multiplayer when, uh, Crash does his, uh, ultimate ability and gives everyone 200 health. It'd be like killing yeah. one of those guys, which is not bad. That wouldn't be bad. Well,
1: you know, let's <clears throat> say you have a 50 cal sniper rifle and Normally it kills somebody with a shot to the chest in BR, but you have the armor on. You know, it does 120 damage or something like that. Uh, and you only have 100 health, but now you have a piece of armor on with 150 health. Top. Well,
0: everyone of... starts with 150 health now.
1: I'm just making an example for you. Well, these... I'm just
0: saying, I don't want to fucking confuse people, because it's a big deal with the time to kill. Whatever.
1: 200. It gives it takes you up to 200 health. Whatever. Uh, I think that would be fine. <clears throat> But the way armor works now is this weird arbitrary system where, and it's not beneficial to the player either. They're using the same thing as PUBG where it's like you have the helmet and and it's, you take damage or in this case with Call of Duty, you have armor and you take damage. And the armor takes damage as well, but it reduces the damage you take to your health as you take damage until the armor is destroyed. So, if you have armor on and you only have a sliver of the armor bar above your health, you're still going to take reduced damage for one or two shots. It's just not straightforward at all. It's very confusing. Um, It's like, is it better off to have a sliver of tier 3 armor or a full bar of tier 1 armor? I don't know. And it doesn't tell you any kind of number or anything like that. You have to go off-site to find it, out of game, which is a new trend that's fucking too terrible amongst game developers. Just go look it up on a website.
0: Yeah, even Blizzard's <laughs> doing that shit now.
1: So, there are some problems with it, and that's that's an example of a problem. But most of the problems that are big and glaring in BR games are not there. The There's no desync, like straight i've never shot at someone and felt like they got away or should have died but didn't i've never been shot and felt like i shouldn't have been killed the the servers of this game are pristine like i haven't experienced any lag whatsoever the oh, vehicle- there's there's
0: lag but not in the same it's not a, like shitty netcode it's someone has a shitty internet connection
1: I haven't experienced anything like that if you have.
0: I've one, seen like, some rubber banding. I mean, that's not the fault of the game though. That's just Um
1: the other thing is the circle. They get the circle right every time. Even if you get caught with your back to the circle and a long ways to go, you can make it. Unless you're on like the bubble end. If you're on the big end of the circle and you got to run straight in, you're going to be running with that circle on your back. but well, It with seems
0: like there's head? enough vehicles so that you can usually find a vehicle. There's enough health yeah. that you can pretty much heal yourself if you have to run. Right. Um, but the biggest problem is that there's still idiots that are even further behind you in the circle at all times that want to <laughs> get in a fucking firefight with you for some I guess, reason.
1: I, I think a, a good method to a BR game would be when you're in that shit, your gun doesn't work
0: i don't think it needs that i just think that it needs to move slower and do more damage
1: i mean that's that's a different option altogether like you could absolutely have a circle that moves slower and just does way more damage i think that would work in call of duty because the map is small which is a bit of a negative but at the same time a positive i don't know i think with 100 players it's too small but i I like the size of the map but there's too many players
0: yeah when the beta uh, was out I'm pretty sure there was 80 and 80 felt fine 100 is like it, I don't, we've never landed and have no one been there unless we're in the middle of nowhere
1: Some peop- now some people would say well that's great because there's always action well that's true but action is supposed to be at hot spots hot spots are supposed to be where all the action's at they're supposed to be areas where you can go to and not have to land with 40 people I don't mind landing with one or two people or another team or two and having to fight over that area. Well, it was
0: definitely worse in squads for sure. Yeah.
1: I don't I don't mind that at all. What I do mind is every place that you land other than out in the fucking middle of nowhere where there's like two buildings, there's always like so many fucking people that you you drop down and you it's literally a roll of the dice. Do I find a gun before they do? It's it's really kind of like that. But you know, fast-paced games, if you're some people are into the fast-paced nature of that. That's fine. Whatever. It's not terrible, but I do think 80 was the right number. It was the money number. Uh, and I'm sure they'll add more map space and stuff like that. But the, I mean, I don't have... The guns feel great. Certainly there's some guns that I don't like, but I think that's just taste. Uh, The guns are... I think responsive. the guns They're need great.
0: a little bit more range on them, because even, like, assault rifles, if you have a good scope, they just, they kind of, it's really hard to hit. It seems like they slowed down the bullets and increased the bullet drop or something. Well,
1: I rarely the beta. find situations where I'm fighting at, like, serious ranges, though. I, I like feel like every game time game we, not meant to be that way.
0: Every time that's we were cool. shooting people, they were at range.
1: I don't know about every time. Certainly in that last game, we were taking some ranged fights, but a lot of it's mid-range. Um,
0: well, that's what I'm saying, is that mid-range is still kind of out of range of... Uh, I don't rifle. know. I think,
1: yeah, I think you're using the wrong r- rifles, man. Well,
0: I, it's not like I have a choice. I just well, kind of pick true. up whatever's there. But the it's weird thing said. is, is like I'm pretty sure that even though you see the tracer round in multiplayer, I don't think there's actually a travel time. But I think there is travel time in, uh, well, I know there's travel time in the BR mode.
1: I think there, yeah, they definitely add some kind of travel time in BR that doesn't exist in multiplayer.
0: Well, you could tell if you shoot it like a UAV in multiplayer. Like, if you aim right at it, no matter what gun you have and shoot, you'll get a hit marker, and then you'll still see your bullet traveling. Yeah. And missing.
1: There's no drop. There's not as much. They they absolutely add drop to the BR mode. They change some of the game mechanics, absolutely. Most definitely. Um, For example, in... And this is really weird that they do this. I feel like it should be the reverse effect. In multiplayer Call of Duty, um, you'll get scopes that are like a two times and a four times together it's like a double scope dual scope is what it's called but even like the acogs they do the same thing where when you ads and then hit v on the keyboard because we're playing on pc it like it'll zoom between two levels now in multiplayer that doesn't make much sense because there's you really this is multiplayer for call of duty is a high speed high octane move and shoot you know, it's not a hold a position or be far back with a sniper rifle or an ACOG and zoom in on people. It really, I, you don't. Why would you do that? There's no case where you need that. If there, if there is, there's so few and far between. I can't imagine programming something like. But then on the on the flip side, when you go into BR where those kind of situations are warranted, it doesn't exist. There's no yeah. switching between two modes in the scopes. It's it's a singular scope only. It's a three times or two times or four times that's it which is really weird I kind of liked the idea when I discovered that in multiplayer I was like oh this would be great in BR I didn't know that this existed I go into BR and I'm just like testing them but there's actually the like there's,
0: there's there really should be more like reflex sites because there's not very many like DMRs and snipers but there's a lot of assault rifles
1: yeah
0: and the problem is is like between having armor and having a higher time to kill and trying to like just single tap people at range like first of all good luck hitting them because the bulls are so slow but you got to hit them a lot there's so no much example. damage drop off and they got so much health that it's almost not it's even worth shooting
1: Yeah. right yeah yeah uh, if you don't have the high caliber sniper rifles it's not worth using sniper and you know i don't think the game is meant to be played that way either uh no it's not watching, i'm just saying when i, I like most of, when I there, when most of the time when i go in there strategy
0: most of the time when i go in there I find an assault rifle, and then I find like a three or a four X scope. So like, I, the scope puts me in range, but like I can't hit shit at that range. Even like the recoil and the burst fire, it's just I mean, you can't hit anything. You I mean, can it,
1: absolutely kill people with the high caliber sniper rifles, and you can pressure people with the low caliber ones. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm talking about like the automatic rifles,
0: cause they're right? All I know, over the place. but
1: well, I'm just talking. I'm, I'm moving towards that, so the 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 problem though in in black ops br uh, mode is that <laughs> the healing is so quick like you go from no health to full health so quickly with just bandages um, they're all over the place they're all over the place which is not a bad thing that's fine i like that i like that meds are everywhere and that that's the thing um so in in pubg you would typically you know hit somebody with a sniper rifle and now they're low health, so you can switch to your smaller weapon or your, your assault rifle and push on them because they're going to try to bandage that. So now they have to commit to finishing the bandage or they have to pull out the bandage and have that disadvantage against you. Mm-hmm. Either way, you're pressuring them. You can't pressure like that in Call of Duty so much uh, because when you hit that sniper shot and they fall back to cover, they're going to be healed up in no time. Like before you even get there. I mean, I mean, I saw the doc trying to do that kind of old strategy on his first day, and it wasn't working. Uh, but you can still get kills with sniper rifles and downs from from distances, uh, especially if somebody's not paying attention and standing still or something like that. Because yes, the bullet travel time is quite slow. Uh, but I think they meant for the game. The, the game plays a lot better with kind of a push up on people all the time kind of strategy. It's really not that PUBG stand out in the open and take sniper shots at people, which I think yeah, is and great. And that's what I'm
0: saying. is like I'm constantly finding assault rifles with 4X scopes, you know. So yeah. moving in on people isn't great because now I'm zoomed in too much and I can't yeah, fucking well, see just,
1: anything. Just, a, just use the fucking iron sights, in my opinion. Because, yeah, <laughs> putting a 4X scope on an assault rifle isn't that great. Um, I, I do a two times max on a rampart. That's the most I'll go on a rampart is a two times The three times is garbage, and I'm not going to put a four X on anything because most of the sniper rifles come with eight X scopes and shit.
0: Yeah, that's Um, another good thing. Anything that needs a scope comes with one. Yeah, so you're not like, hey, I got this great sniper. Let's iron sight it, baby. Woo! (laughs) Fucking Car 98 iron sight.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I feel like the three times or four times are for weird people that are like, I I want the whole view to be in my, their whole body to be in my view at two meters.
0: Yeah, I, don't, I don't I don't, get it. It just seems like really heavily weighted towards maybe it's just that because, you know, the reflex along with the two, three and four X sites are probably like equally likely to drop. So because there's three that I don't want and only one that I do, I'd never find it.
1: I'll also say this. Get rid of the helicopters. Just drop everybody in the middle of the map way up high, you know, because it's really it's really pointless. <laughs> you can you can literally fly across that whole fucking map pretty much with your glider. Uh I'm pretty sure if they just dropped everybody right in the center of the map uh way high up and everybody did the swoop, you'd be able to l- reach any point in the map that you wanted to. It's kind of an unnecessary thing.
0: Yeah, but then everyone would like <laughs> there would be one place that everyone would drop. Well, the thing is, if we we know one hundred percent that you are going to be able, like, it would turn into a meta, right? Like, oh, you can get here in, you know, seventeen point two seconds if you do it exactly like this. I
1: understand that, but it's almost already kind of like that because, you know, riding in the helicopter doesn't give you any benefit if you want to drop at the end of the, like, let's say the the choppers are moving south to north, and you want to drop somewhere north, kind of dropping late. The the whole concept back in the day in VR games was. If you drop early, you're in the action early, you're getting kills early. That's why everybody immediately drops and goes straight down. They get down on the ground and they start shooting people because that's what they want to do. If you wait till late, you're going to be dealing with less people and you're going to kind of know where the the larger mass of people is located as you're moving into the circle. It's the more strategic winning strategy version where you're not really out to get kills, you're out to win. And you can find a middle ground in there too. But as it stands, there's no reason to ever wait until the end of the ride. It does no benefit to you. The The choppers need to maybe move faster, I would say. If they move faster to where you could kind of outrun people. Because right now, if you want to get to somewhere at the north end, if you want to drop at the very north tip of the map, you drop about mid-map because you'll actually outrun the chopper. Yeah, it's you'll kind of fucked up. <laughs> like, it's crazy. So they need to increase the speed of the helicopters, at least I would say. Um because, uh, you know, we've tested it out and people just land before you if you.
0: <laughs> yeah, like we were both going to the same spot. You dropped like five seconds after me. And yeah, yeah, you were winning for a while. And then I just passed you really fast.
1: <laughs> like... yeah, you dropped like three grid squares out and I dropped. We were going to a place that the, the choppers were flying just just about right over. I waited until the chopper got just right over it and just dove down. And you did the swoop from three grids away, which is quite the fucking distance on foot. Uh, you're talking about maybe two to three minutes of running. Um, and you got there before I did, you landed. I mean, it wasn't a giant difference. It wasn't like, hey, you landed and ran around and equipped a gun and then shot up at me. It was more like, you landed Hit the ground got into a building and then i landed which means the difference when it comes to landing in this game uh it's pretty ridiculous yeah i don't know what they're trying to accomplish with (laughs) all that (laughs) well i mean if the map was bigger it'd make sense but uh it's not so they need to speed up the choppers temporarily until they make more map size yeah I think that's a big benefit, to, by the way, to Call of Duty is that there's multiple modes, by the way. I was going to re- mention zombies, but we're not really going to talk about that too much because it's a pretty common thing. Call of Duty has something that PUBG and Fortnite don't have, and that's other things to do. If you get bored of yeah. VR, you can go play multiplayer. If you get bored of that, you can go do co-op with people and play against zombies. You know, And there's a lot of customization options uh, in custom and making your own custom matches Yeah, uh, we got a lot of friends It's just And you're really, okay with
0: not unlocking things
1: It's really, yeah, well that's just a fucking entire problem all to its own situation People are gonna cheese it Fuck off, who cares if some people cheese it They're invisible internet points jesus christ yeah. they do well, that to encourage it, people to keep playing their it, game
0: and keep things it, fresh so i mean if the option is well either i play with friends and unlock stuff or i don't play like it just seems counterintuitive i don't I want people to play that. our game
1: more the argument is literally fucking whiny crybaby shit <laughs> people are going into private matches with their friends and trading so they can get the guns unlocked I have to sit in matchmaking and unlock the gun. It's the same speed. It's, it's happening at the same speed. It's not based off how many kills you get or how good you are. It's the same.
0: No, Shut it is. up. Leveling
1: the guns is, but I mean, who gives a shit, really? Like, it's irrelevant at the end of the. If that's the even if it's the case that they they level up based off of your skill or performance in the match, how does that fucking matter? The shitty players are going to be the ones going to do it with their friends. And cheesing the system—that's why they're doing it. I mean, Otherwise, you can't—you can't be, you can't to be just pissed. Play with their friends in the first place.
0: You can't be pissed off about going into private mas- matches and unlocking stuff, and then at the same time, like, be okay with the fact that when you start the game, you're going to suck because you have one gun with no attachments, and people have been playing longer,
1: have exactly.
0: all this stuff.
1: Here's the gist of it: very few people will cheese the system just to unlock their shit. Very fucking few. Very few. Okay. And most people are just doing it because they want to have private matches with other people and their friends to just, you know, knock heads against each other and shit, fight against each other 1v1, shit like that. It de incentivizes doing that shit by not rewarding players when they win. Just because a small portion of people, a very small group of people, will cheese it so that they can have unlocked all the guns? Oh, no. It's
0: not going to be any faster. now.
1: Yeah, it's... A, it's not going to be faster. And even if it is, what's the... Who cares? Like, what's the fucking point? Everyone can do it!
0: Everyone! there's. I mean, I'm not saying they should change the way it is now, because there's definitely going to be people who... Like, you don't want to get in a match with your friends and just completely fucking wreck them because you've been playing more. So there should be an option where everything is unlocked. That's fine. But... There should also be a version where you just go in and, like, what if everyone is on board with leveling up, but no one wants to do matchmaking, and you have like, you know, ten people, twelve people, right? I'm sure that's like the one percent, but whatever. I don't know Maybe why they so. can't just the add options that. Shit.
1: Should be there. It more options in video game. Here's the big problem with Blackout, though it costs sixty dollars. You want to play Blackout costs you sixty dollars, so they're not. But, gonna but be, if you're okay
0: with playing forty dollars for PUBG, then you should be okay with sixty dollars for this.
1: Yeah, but that's one of the reasons why Fortnite's beating out PUBG's because it's free to play. Kids don't have money. And kids love Call of Dooters.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I so, mean,
1: Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming, <laughs> but I think they should make Blackout a free to play variation. I think. I think they need to do an access thing where it's like, if you want Call of Duty, you got to pay the $60 to get the multiplayer and all that. And, you know, if you purchase it. Just you do get the starter edition thing. O- yeah, A bunch exactly. of games are
0: doing the starter edition thing. Exactly. Just 20 bucks and you get the BR mode.
1: Not even 20 bucks, Just free to play BR mode. That's it. If you buy the game, you get stuff in BR mode, like characters or something like that. Whatever. That's all they have to do it's that simple you you get well, multiplayer they also don't need to they don't need to beat
0: fortnite you know that's well, they're not like get, out to do they that don't need YouTube.
1: to yeah but you they want to absolutely so call of duty has always been the base multiplayer and zombies that's what they've sold for 60 dollars for years so it it doesn't make well, any sense and that the they campaign would concern most of the time well they technically have a campaign it's just not a story it's story driven but it's not like it's not scripted stuff. it's yeah, you, it's
0: it, really not like I beat all of those in
1: what, two and a half hours that's that's a call of duty campaign
0: <laughs> really did you just, think
1: all, all they did was instead of having a map where there's scripted enemies that come out and events that happen, you just play a skirmish with that hero. That's it. It's the same same concept. It's though.
0: basically it's training. Cool. They show you how to use the abilities yeah. and stuff.
1: It's a tutorial thing. Uh, but then there's the was, option to go back and play the skirmishes
0: on higher difficulties, and I don't know what the point is. I thought I'd unlock something. You
1: unlocks like, the, the stars next to their name, which gives you something, I'm pretty sure.
0: Oh, well, I couldn't it's find it. I looked it up, and I couldn't find it. But just doing the skirmishes plus the easiest setting, which is your only option the first time you go through, you don't get anything for doing all of them.
1: You get one star. When you complete all three stars, I think you get some shit for that character. I think it's a skin or something. Which is another selling point, you know, you you get BR for free and then if you want to buy the full game, not only do you get zombies and uh, regular multiplayer, but you get like skins and shit like that, like that's skins for your guns, you know, emblem designs and absolutely do something like that. And they wouldn't lose any money. They'd, they It'd just be a giant gain for them because all of these kids that are playing Fortnite, they already love Call of Duty. It's already been popular all they have to do and they and Fortnite dies and think
0: what you there oh no. but doesn't... i'm having
1: a great time with it i think it's definitely worth 60 dollars if you like shooter games it's the best shooter game out there right now
0: yep i like it i mean here's the thing about the multiplayer i like the multiplayer better because br you know it's it's interesting and it's good like if i ever get bored I can go into BR. If there's ever four of us, we can go into BR. But, like, I play the game because I want to shoot people. You know, and BR is a lot of running and looting and dying and loading screens. And especially if you're in squads or something, if you're the first to die, it sucks.
1: more like map awareness and shit like that, which is not really your forte. right?
0: Yeah, but every now and then I save the day by wiping a squad.
1: As long as somebody's coaching you on where they're
0: located. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I can't fucking see anyone.
1: Well, that's the opposite for me. My aim's not that great, but I can, I can spot people really easily. And I kind of have a bit of a game sense on where the average player is going to move and what they're going to do. You know, just whatever. Uh, everybody has the things they're good at. But yeah, you like the multiplayer better because it's. It's just, it's shooting people. (laughs) Yeah. And you know what?
0: There's a lot of bullshit in like Destiny 2. There's a lot of cheese. Pretty much the only thing that I can complain about with the multiplayer is the jumping shooting. A lot of jumping and shooting. This is is why I I didn't play a lot of the other Call of Duties is because they started adding like wall running and fucking rocket boosts and shit. And they took that out. So there's pretty much sliding, which you can't ADS and slide and...
1: Shoot and at the you know same what? time, which is good. I want to talk more about that thing right there when we move on to the bungee stuff to talk about when we the Destiny Two stuff when we talk about that. I want people to remember this moment, this this thing about the jumping shooting shit, because it's gonna we're gonna come back to that.
0: Yeah, but I mean that's something I I I'm I I will accept that that is a thing. If there is nothing else in this game that really pisses me off, I can deal with jumping and shooting.
1: I've started doing it. <laughs> it's a real advantage over people it is and you know what
0: i think all, uh, half the equation is that you're moving really fast around a corner and the other half is there's depending on you know the internet connection that you have and they have they might not even be able to hit you i don't know well,
1: <laughs> i think it's because you every character has a doctor disrespect vertical leap you literally yeah, that leap too. oh i uh, fucking head
0: i tried the build i tried the uh Spitfire with the laser sight and the you can shoot while sprinting, all that uh-huh. it's terrible, it's fucking yeah. awful. The hipfire is still so bad. The now, the good thing is, is like if you're sprinting and you ads and then let go of ads, you're sprinting again, yeah, like you don't have to hit the sprint button again, so you still can kind of do that. But with the Spitfire, it's not great. I haven't unlocked the cordite, so I might try it again one day, but uh, yeah, the, the other. The other submachine gun I was using, you can't get a laser sight on it, so it's not even worth yeah, it. Four
1: is is pretty good, but I don't think you would need the the running reload thing.
0: Yeah, but I mean, well, it, it was fun to try. Back. And like I, uh, I double stacked some of the perks, so I also had lightweight, so I was sprinting really fast. Here's the main problem: you don't sprint when you strafe, so yeah. you're always running at people, <laughs> which means you fucking mm. die. Yeah. <laughs> now my favorite build is the one I unlocked like about an hour ago. Uh no secondary, no equipment slot, no perks, just uh that rampart, which the slow firing, high damage assault rifle. Yeah. Uh high caliber one, high caliber two, full metal jacket one, full metal jacket two, and long, long barrel. <laughs> yeah, I've never lost a one V one with that.
1: Is that the GKS or a- which gun no, is that? that's
0: the rampart. That's the one you like.
1: Oh yes, the rampart. Yeah, rampart's godly, man. You get. No, it's
0: even more godly thing. now. If you look at the stats with all that stuff on there, it's <laughs> yeah. almost double the damage. I don't know if it equates numerically to double, but the the line for damage is like almost twice as long. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. It's mostly green.
1: That gun's <laughs> great. It, it's great in BR too. Like you kill people so fast with it. I don't know if it just default comes with those kind of upgrades. I haven't seen. Those kind of upgrades in BR, well, you I know, can like, get
0: them. Like if you see a gun laying on the ground and it's highlighted in yellow, it comes
1: tricked out. Yeah, it comes tricked out. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've definitely picked up ramparts and been able to get like quick mags and quick draw mags and all that, but I've never seen anything that's like, uh, you know, full metal jacket or something like. Oh, that. Oh yeah,
0: those I haven't seen. I've seen uh, the magazines, the barrels, yeah, optics.
1: So I'm wondering if those just come with that as part of the gun, like anything that has full metal jacket and multiplayer automatically has it. I don't
0: know. Yeah, and we're going to have to wait for some third party site to work out the numbers. <laughs> Pretty right? much.
1: Yeah. Well, that's all I got to say about that. But here's
0: the thing. this is, And this has always been kind of my problem with call of duty is that, um, even though I like the upgrade system, it's not even just call of duty. It's battlefield mm-hmm. too. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, like now that I've maxed out that gun, I want to use it, but when I, I'm not unlocking anything else by using it, you know, like I want to unlock everything for all the guns and get like all right. the skins and stuff. Cause it gives me something well, to shoot you for.
1: Le- you level up at least, I guess. So,
0: yeah, but I mean, mm-hmm. I'll be level, whatever the max level is well before I have all the stuff <laughs> unlocked and it gets worse the longer you play because you, you kind of like, well, yeah. because you're, at the end you're only left with the shit you would never fucking use. Well, I saw some guy some today. Gun,
1: you're just like, oh my god, I gotta go back to that gun because I'm just losing in this match right now. Like, this is yeah, I, the, the last
0: gun. one is probably gonna be that auger DMR piece of shit. Oh god. But I saw a guy today. He had that pistol, the revolver. Yeah. The the moto. I don't I don't remember what it's called. Yeah, something like that. He it was already gold. He had the gold gun. He had like a sniper scope on it and just fucking tricked it out. <laughs> And he, he, was I, me, he was killing me. He was killing me faster to... at mid range than I was killing him <laughs> with that rifle.
1: Yeah, there was a Reddit post uh, on the subreddit w- where it had like a fucking brace, <laughs> it had like a like a shoulder brace on it. All well, he was just waiting for me to
0: come shit. around a corner at the beginning of the match, and as soon as I turned the corner, he just all six bullets, bah, 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 and like there's no fucking recoil on it because it's a pistol, and you also have a sniper scope on it. And it's really good at range. I like it's pretty fucking crazy. So that's the I, when I unlock that gun, that'll probably be something I try. Cause you get to customize like what six different classes. I got a few of them that are just set, and then there's one where I just try crazy shit.
1: Mm.
0: That's gonna be one of them. No primary, just that pistol.
1: It's <laughs> the secondary pistol. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, and, and, like the time to kill, that's another thing that kind of bothers me is that it's like, from what I understand, because I didn't play a lot of the other Call of Duties, from what I understand, compared to Black Ops 3, it takes, on average, one more bullet to kill people. Mm. But, like, people are still bitching, like, I, I actually watched a YouTube video and this guy was like, well, we can't lower the time to kill because, uh, you know, with this gun, it's two headshots and a body shot. And this gun fires faster, and it's two headshots and two body shots. And if you lower the time to kill, the slower firing gun's going to be useless because they're going to take the same amount of shots to kill someone, only the other one's going to shoot faster. And I'm just thinking, like, what the fuck? You're talking about multiple headshots. It should be one fucking headshot for every fucking gun. It's a headshot. God damn. Or just make the guns fucking shoot faster, you know? Then you don't have to fuck with the numbers or lower health or damage numbers. Everything just shoots faster. Yep. It's just, it. I mean, that's another thing that, you know, I can accept it. Maybe it's because I played six months straight of Destiny and it doesn't feel that bad. And now that I got this new gun that brings the time to kill back in line where it needs to be. You know, at least I have an option for that. <clears throat> but it's just a little too high. And the unfortunate thing is, is I'm seeing these comments where people are like, Oh, I actually like it because uh, there's actual gunfights now. You know, it's not just who got shot first. It's like, but that's how it should be. Like, if if you're out of position, you don't get to correct. You're fucking dead. It's the same reason we don't like Fortnite.
1: Exactly. If you, that's all, that's, I mean. And this is
0: coming from someone who's always out of position.
1: Yeah, that's a major (laughs) part of a BR because a BR is supposed to be it's supposed to be like Hunger Games type shit, where you have people dropped into a map, and it's it's. Well, I was survival. talking about multiplayer,
0: but I guess it applies to. BR yeah, too.
1: it's a It's the survival thing. Well, uh, you you mentioned Fortnite or whatever. It's a survival thing. You know, I don't mind multiplayer having a little bit of a rebound, but in the BR mode, man, if you get caught out of position, that's you're dead. That's, I mean, it, it's supposed to be you know, people saw Hunger Games and were like, let's experience that in, in a fucking video game, and they put that out there, and it's like, yeah, in a in a real Hunger Games, IRL, if you were to put people into a fucking arena that's gigantic like that, and give them guns and shit, you're not going to have somebody in the middle of a fuck, fucking idiot der, 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 get shot with a... No, you're done. You're
0: going to have to say that again because you just roboted out. Oh,
1: fuck me. Uh, it wasn't important. <laughs> it's the same old shit. But let me tell
0: you, kill. like We're because the it, just the time to kill being a little bit higher, people are already starting to team shoot. So, yeah, if you want to be fucking well, dominant in do multiplayer, you and me, just level up that gun, that rampart, get all the fucking attachments that I have, and we'll just always be next to each other. We will never lose.
1: Right. <laughs> That's how you have to play, man. On the fucking, on your friend's asses. Team yeah. shoot, team shoot. I mean, certainly there are situations where you don't need a team shoot. I mean, I hit them in the head because I'm good and they die. Yeah. But Who needs a grip? So, Fuck um, that shit. So it's like, Jesus
0: I, But I've also been getting this weird situation with the matchmaking. And it's the same thing as Overwatch. I don't know if I'm just, you know, unique in the universe and they don't know how to account for me. But I'm always the top of the team. Sometimes number two, when I say always, I don't mean literally always, but like the vast, vast majority of the time I'm on the top of the team and we lose. And I have like double the score of the person underneath me. Mm -hmm. It's like, I, I, if you look at my win loss, I lose a lot, but my stats are really good. (laughs) So I don't know what the fuck is going on. It's the same thing with overwatch. You remember that shit, right? Like our, our, uh, we were only like gold and platinum. I think I made it to diamond once. But whenever we did 1v1, we were, like, paired up against Masters and Grandmasters and shit. Yep. And, I mean, some of the teamwork is really bad. Like, I, I hope that goes away. I hope the people that aren't as good or, you know, aren't as in the Call of Duty kind of fade out over time. And you're left with people that just kind of know what they're doing. I've seen people and Kill confirm just run by dog tags. Like, just kill people and not pick up the dog tags. I've seen people just run through a point in Domination without stopping to take it. And, like, the, the fucked up part is, is, like, I could understand if that was the only game mode. Like, okay, this guy just wants to kill people. But there's a mode for that. There's more than one mode for that. There's Team Deathmatch, and then there's Free-for-All. Like, if all you want to do is kill people, just go play one of those. But they're, they're playing every game mode like it's Deathmatch. And it's really annoying when you're not playing Deathmatch.
1: Yeah, I don't know why they don't just kill <clears> Deathmatch. <throat> whatever
0: and it's also that situation like i I don't know if it's just the nature of call of duty that it's more of a twitch shooter and you gotta run more but there are times when like i'll run to the left and there'll be three people following me and then i'll run by an intersection and go straight and kind of hold that area down thinking like all right my team's behind me and then i get shot from behind and i turn around and no one's there i'm like where the fuck did everyone go I'm just, I really get tired. This is why I turn voice chat off, because I'm kind of tired of people being like, stick with the team. And it's like, I'm in front. Like, stick with me.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't do voice chat ever. especially. Yeah, Call it's of off. Games. It's
0: off permanently now. I don't care.
1: Because, like, it's just pretty classic for Call of Duty to be toxic. <clears throat> I've already I mean, seen
0: people what, bitching about campers. The problem with
1: Destiny and Overwatch is it's Call of Duty players that play those games.
0: Like, I've never seen anyone camping in this game, right? Like, usually when... I don't think people know what camping means anymore. Camping used to mean that you would hide in, a like, low to moderate traffic area in a corner waiting for people to run by. Not that you're not pushing up and sprinting everywhere. You know, because there are times, especially in Domination, where all you have is one point and you're just getting pinned down at that one point. Like, you just keep dying and respawning and you can't take that second point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then people bitch about camping. It's like that's that's not camping. It's like it, in this game, camping is when you stop jumping for like two seconds. Hey, camper. Okay. So I, it's gotta be the twelve year olds, right? They're just not they don't know what that word means. Well, they just
1: they're frustrated, so they immediately try to blame something that's not themselves. You know, it's like, a, it's not me, it's them. So what are they doing that's wrong? Uh, camper. He's sitting in one spot. Like, what do you mean? Okay, there certainly are people that camp. That's a thing. All right. I'm sure there um, are.
0: I haven't seen it yet.
1: But camper I mean, is, if you
0: have a sniper or a long-range just, weapon and you're just, just covering quick. a lane,
1: that's not real camping. Quick. Let me just real quick get this across to the gaming community, okay? Um. Camper's not a bad word, okay? It's not the N-word, all right? Stop. It's not something bad to do. You camper. Say if you say camper in a negative way, like, look at this fucking camper, you're the equivalent of, like, a five-year-old calling somebody a meanie head or some shit. Like, it, it means nothing. It, it's like, it's like try hard, you know? It's like saying try hard, which I've been guilty of saying before, but... But it's like it's well, the same it's, thing.
0: Uh, Call of Duty, like, I get that there's tryhards, that makes sense. But games like Destiny Two, like, why? Like there's no competitive well, I don't know aspect to that.
1: Like World of Warcraft or something, I would say. Like games that like why would you try wow. hard in a game that's not competitive? It doesn't make any sense, but it's the equivalent.
0: Calling yeah. someone a camper it's, is like constantly trying to try- You're the basically that.
1: You're basically saying it's like making fun of a wealthy person because they're wealthy. Look at this guy with all his fucking money. Yeah,
0: well, I see it with like when people use (laughs) certain guns that are like perceived to be OP, but they're not like shotguns in Battlefield. It's like, oh, the shotguns are OP because of the range. Like, no, that's the range shotguns actually have. Sorry to break it to you. You know, it's like there are are ways around it.
1: Suck my giant dick. Okay. Because this is the same group of people that'd be like fucking camper, but then they're totally okay with like people with sniper rifles being two feet away from you, killing you in one shot. It's fucking stupid. Yeah.
0: Right? But the it's thing is, is like, stupid. first of all, when they call people try hard, they're basically saying, I lost because I wasn't trying.
1: Yeah. If I, I lost was trying, you're better than me. You tried harder <laughs> than I did. Like, yeah. It's the, it's, yeah, it's that argument. It's like, Man, I ain't even trying. Like, get out of here. You're so fucking, you're a loser. Okay? Yeah, but like
0: anytime, like if you go into a certain map and you know the map and you're like, okay, this build and this gun is going to work really well here, right? And you do it. Okay. It's, and, uh, specifically, I'm thinking of like uh, in Battlefield 4, there was that, uh, I don't remember the name of it. It was like kind of that indoor map. Mm-hmm. There was like some snow outside and it was really good for shotguns. People mm-hmm. were like, oh, you fucking shotgun noob.
1: Like yeah. no, like, you like
0: if, if like, you can use it. a shotgun, first of all, yeah. and second of Get all, this shotgun. map is good for shotguns. Like, shotgun, I, what do you want yeah, me to tell you? Thing. Let me gimp myself by purposefully picking a yeah, weapon that it's sucks. A childish it.
1: argument. That's what it is. It's like it, it, it's like the equivalent of. Uh, if you're not using just a knife, you're a pussy. Like, get out of here with that shit. You are so fucking low oh, effort. Man. <laughs>
0: that brings that me back. I that was that was great effort. in the Counter Strike days. There's this one v one left knife fight. Yeah, man, totally. Meet me here. <laughs> just show up and fucking shoot the shit out what of him.
1: Fucking <laughs> pussy. No, you're an idiot. <laughs> you're stupid. You're Never inside. Jones? Fucking, you're inside of a fucking compound. The the biggest room, the largest hallway is like two meters, and you're you're using a fucking ACOG on a AK 47 and I'm running around the corner with a pump shoddy and you're like fucking noob. No, you're the noob, okay? Understand that you're the idiot in the situation. If you come into my house and I have a double barrel shotgun and you have a knife, you're the noob, you're the loser. Okay, you lose <laughs> game over. End of game, <laughs> okay. And
0: like, and this is coming from someone who hates cheesy shit. But to, like, picking the this right tool for the job cheesy. is not yeah, cheesy not
1: shit. Cheesy. cheesy is like dolphin diving or crouch spamming or jumping in the air. Shit yeah. that you would, you, the shit that just isn't part of the combat that you make a part of the combat. And we'll get to that. We need to move on from Call of <laughs> for so long well that's that's
0: that's the main topic for today since we played so much of it so uh let's let's sum up uh zombies is it's fun it's i wish you could play it without other people if you don't have a group of four
1: and and, level up and level up yeah why can you not do private matches? Just, in just, in
0: dude, it's fucking easy. Scale the zombie health to how many people there are.
1: You don't even need to do that. Like, just let private matches earn fucking rewards. Like, it's not a competitive mode. What the fuck is the problem with that? Yeah. Like, so what if I go in and change it to zombies only walk and it's just me and my one friend playing the game? Fuck. Anyways.
0: Yeah, I think multiplayer is my favorite mode. It's it brings me back to when I used to play a lot of Modern Warfare, like leveling up everything and unlocking shit and nonstop action. Uh, the BR is good.
1: I'm different. I think the BR is the best mode. So that's the yeah, takes on it.
0: the BR. I mean, I just it's a lot of not doing things.
1: Well, I've played video games like Counter Strike and shit my entire young adult life. Uh, where it's just arcade shooter mindless and it's getting boring to me at this point. So I, can well, only I, I do think that's to the reason the is there
0: aren't many like that anymore.
1: Even so, like, I mean, some people that's just their jam. I mean, for me, I'm the type of person that can't play the same. Per- I mean, you're the kind of guy that can play the same character in Overwatch over and, over and over and over and over and get better with them. And that's a that's that's not a negative thing. That's kind of like a positive thing because you get really good at that character. So you're capable of doing that in other games. You're capable of playing a game and doing the same thing over and over and getting better at it. Me, I just don't have that drive like I used to as a teenager. I have to like constantly change it up or I get completely fucking bored of it. And well, it's I change it up with,
0: with the weapons yeah. and stuff and try different things and that that's the part that makes it fun. But like I don't have to I don't have to yeah, wait if like I that. die, you know? Because at the same time
1: at the same time I'm highly competitive, so I want to play with the best gun, <laughs> like that, that feels. And you good can me.
0: like how long? I don't even know how long I have played just multiplayer. But I mean, by the end of the week, you should be able to have that if we keep. But playing that's just it.
1: differences between the two of us. It's no big deal. But yeah, I like the BR mode because it feels different every time. Almost, you're always getting different guns. The Situations are different. Like I just
0: feel like everyone else, like <laughs> everyone else, has a better fucking gun. Plus, I mean, if you think about
1: it. Well, you're nihilistic.
0: <laughs> if if there's two teams, you have a 50-50 chance of winning. If in a BR mode, you have like a 1 in 100 chance of winning. I don't know. So I you, feel you like lose you have, a lot in I feel BR. I like you have a
1: higher chance of wiping large groups of people out in BR than you do in the multiplayer. You know. Uh, I think they could slow down the BR a little bit. Like, um, there needs to be more ammunition readily available. Like, two packs of ammunition need to be next to guns, not one pack. Uh, I mean,
0: that's not even my problem. It's just that your options right now are drop into a highly populated area and die, or drop into a low populated area and and do a lot of running and looting with a low chance of finding shit.
1: Yeah. There needs Uh, to be more mid-ground on that. Because
0: in PUBG, like, the map was so big that if you hit up, if you land in a low population area and move to a high population area that not very many people landed at, There was good loot there, but there's never been a time when we've like landed in a low population area and then went to loot a named area and someone hasn't been there and picked up everything already. Yeah. That almost never happens.
1: Yeah. So then when you get to the
0: end, you got all these people who, again, you know, they made level three armor fucking rarer, but all that means is at the end game, everyone has level three
1: armor. Well, there's also positions on the map. And I think this is a good thing in, in, uh, pub uh, sorry, and Call of Duty's Blackout, where like chests spawn in those locations that's where drops are at. Drops aren't random, they're random through different like places. There's set yeah, areas and you know,
0: it's funny because every time you guys open the chest, there's always like really good guns at level three armor, and then when I open it, it it's, it's so like random. level two armor and some you meds. can Also,
1: find <laughs> when the game starts, this seems like there's these random battle chests that all appear in random locations that have really good shit in them, too. You can find those. There's also ammo crates that are around that you can find. Uh, I think most people miss these because they just kind of look like a decoration to some degree. I think, um, I, like I said, I think they just need to, I think a simple change would be to just draw the circle at the beginning. When everybody lands, they already have the line that's drawn of where the plane's going to be traveling. Draw the circle as well. I think you'd find that most people would stick closer to the circle, so you'd get more Uh, more populated areas in the circle and less populated areas outside of the circle so you could still play that way if you wanted where you drop outside of the circle and loot some areas that haven't been touched and take that chance of having to run into the circle where people are already going to be camping with gear waiting for you to show up at a disadvantage.
0: Yeah, I think my problem is I just get impatient and I'm tired of fucking skulking around and then I just run in and try to kill people and then it doesn't work. This
1: game has the least amount of rng of all the bg uh, uh, of all the pub the the br type games uh and yeah you you can't play it like multiplayer you got to move a little slower which doesn't feel right it feels weird in a call of duty game because but that's another thing is the gunplay is so fucking good (laughs) like
0: well yeah and like i know it is but i never get the right combination of gun and sight they need
1: more guns too yeah
0: because like I always, guns. I always just feel like I'm being outranged or I have too much range. You know, I never have like the perfect engagement setup ever, which yeah, is fucked up. Because variety. there's a lot of loot. There's no fucking clothes and shit that drop. There's no melee weapons. They, like they need everything's more useful.
1: Because they're you're right about that. They need a lot more variety. Because there's two shotguns and there's like two pistols and that's it. And then everything else is like up in uh, like distance guns. Like there's so many fucking sniper rifles and rifles compared well, to. SMG maybe for you,
0: I, I, we found sniper rifles once. Well, I mean, the, the I mean in terms
1: of just, if you look at the the number of, of weapons in the multiplayer class creation, there's a ton of, there's a ton of sniper rifles comparative to like, well, there's,
0: there's three.
1: Well, I mean, I'm counting the DMR and the burst. But, like, so uh, even
0: given that there's three sniper rifles in the game, uh, we've played, how many games do you think we played? 15 or so? They're rare. They're pretty we've, rare. we found snipers, period, any of them, twice.
1: They're pretty rare. Um, I think the DMR needs to come up in yeah, terms of... Yeah, in
0: multiplayer, software.
1: too. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's because we don't drop in super high populated areas. Maybe we're supposed. To well, be we do,
0: that. and then we die because we, for some reason, we're we're never well, first to like. Hit. I
1: see people dropping at the gun range all the time. Apparently, there's always good shit there. I don't know. That kind of stuff should just disappear. Like having better guns at high populated areas is just kind of dumb. It should just be random across the board. Just random across the board. Just the amount of loot is what should be the factor there. You know, it shouldn't be that more rare weapons spawn in these locations, it should be the whole map they have the chance to spawn, but you have more concentrated groupings of items in in areas with more buildings, so therefore that's, you know, a higher chance of getting them, which some... I know PUBG did that. That's that was PUBG. Of course, PUBG was stupid and had way. Well,
0: I mean, it. PUBG the map is so big and shit that it kind of makes sense to force people to group up by incentivizing a bunch of people landing in the same place. But
1: right,
0: like you don't need yeah, you that don't need in this that. game. Like, there's enough people pretty much everywhere. Yeah. But then you get at the end of the game, basically when there's probably twenty to forty people left, half those people are the survivors from the high population areas that have good gear and shit. And the other half is all the people still looking for shit because they landed out in the middle of nowhere. Pretty much, yeah. So, yeah. I like it. I'm going to continue mm-hmm. to play mm-hmm.
1: it. It's I like it. Prob- a lot.
0: Probably too much.
1: It tastes like cigarette. <laughs> Gen a. All right.
0: Moving on. Uh, Fallout 76 beta is coming.
1: Um, I thought they've, they've had some of them. They had a stress test or something recently.
0: Yeah, I think uh, the 13th is like the uh but, but what they're doing is they're only letting people play for certain hours of the day to try to fit as many people at the same time on a, their servers. I didn't get an invite, so, yeah, I didn't either. Well, apparently there's the an NDA where you either can't either. stream it and stuff, so
1: well, that doesn't matter. People are going to break it. Um there's now we're going to get to see the real toxicity come into play. Now it's not journalists and fuckboys, it's you know actual gamers playing, so now we're gonna get to see just how toxic it's gonna be. We're gonna see the systems and just how much they work, and I I really hope that Bethesda pays close attention to it and makes adjustments before the game is released, because I've said this before. Well, you've seen
0: more than I have, so, like, what were you seeing?
1: (laughs) I said, I'll say this before, I've said this before and I'll say it again, this game is not going to do well if they do not have private servers at launch. I've heard, I don't know if this is true or not, but from stuff I've read, I've heard them talk about they want to put in, like, certain things, mod support and things like that a year from now, and, like, that's going to be along with private servers? A year for private servers? You are fucking stupid. You are stupid as a game developer. I'm sorry if it's insulting to you, but you are fucking stupid if that's your mentality. All you have to do is go on Steam as a game developer right now, okay? Just let me give you a fucking tip. Research your fucking, whatever you're making a game of that genre. Research what is common and popular in that fucking genre. Let's look at the top. This is not Fallout, okay? People think this is Fallout. This is not Fallout 5. It's Fallout 76. It's a spinoff. There's a reason why they called it 76. There are no NPCs in this game that talk to you, there's no dialogue options. You do not go up to an NPC and have dialogue options and talk to them and have conversations and learn information. All of the dialogue comes from uh, like voice recordings and stuff that you pick up in the field or papers that you can pick up and look at, documents you can read. There are NPCs in the form of monsters and robots and things like that. And the robots do have, have dialogue, but you don't talk to them and have like actual dialogue options they just say shit um th- there may be some that like sell you stuff and things like that most of this game make no mistake it is a survival game along the lines of rust and Ark and shit like that that's what this game is if they wanted to make a survival game that's what they made i don't know why todd howard went out and said if you like fallout games we like fallout games too and this will still be a fallout game if you like playing like that made people think this is like Fallout 5 there's going to be a full story and all that shit there's not. Certainly there's background story and things like that to read into and find out about, but there there is no real deep storyline to follow. There might be some kind of like breadcrumb storyline like you know. You well, it's going to lean a
0: lot more history. heavily towards survival than Fallout Absolutely. Than, than people think.
1: And if you play games like Ark, if you play games like Rust, or Dark and Light, which is popular right now on Twitch because they updated it and the... it's Why is it popular on Twitch? Because there is a community of survival game players that go around just like uh, Battle Royale players, except the difference is the, the, the Battle Royale players stick to one game and jump to the next one, win it, and just let that one die. The survival players move around constantly as updates happen to those games. And most of those players, are role players. They do it in a role play fashion where they go in, they make a character and then they role play as that character in that world. So, first and foremost, the more tools you give to those people, the more popular your game's going to be. This is why Grand Theft Auto is the most popular of those games, even though it's not even a survival game. You see a lot of these RPers moving into, like, playing GTA's you know, mod that lets you kind of have like a real-life simulator. It's like people that used to play Warcraft 3 back in the day and would play the the real-life maps and all that, you know. Uh, That's what those people do, they're role-playing. And in a game like Ark, there's a lot of options, but the most important thing are private servers. And this is the reason why. Most of these RPers want to enforce rule sets. They want to say things like, you can't just kill people for no reason, you have to have an RP reason. You can't just go RDM them just because, and you can't do that without private servers because somebody could just come in and there's no way to enforce that. Like if you're a member of Twitch RP, which is a pretty large group on Twitch with a lot of big Twitch players and members. I mean, I have the discord for it. I can click on it and on the right side, I can see people like Strippin and shit like that who who are high level Twitch streamers and they are in that discord as that community. And these people put out all these different rules and regulations on their servers that you have to abide by if you play on their server. And it's, it's a white-listed server. It, like, you have to apply, and they have to accept you to get into that shit. It, it's kind of a club-type environment. Um, and if you don't have a private server, they're not going to use it. I guarantee you they will play Fallout 76 when it first launches but it will they will stop playing it very quickly for several reasons. One, you have to group up with people to get them into your game. And as far as I know, the the max group size is 4 people. So, all these Twitch RP people that want to play with each other, not going to be able to do it. The server's limit is 20 players, which I understand they want to do like a it's a fall, it's a post-apocalyptic thing. They really shouldn't be limiting people on that, honestly. On the on the public servers, sure. Okay, fine cuz they want to create that kind of desolate wasteland. But they should definitely have private servers that allow up to at least 50 people, something like that. Because there's going to be people that want to play Fallout 76 but they don't want to obey but like Bethesda's rule set of hey, it's a post-apocalyptic Fallout world. They want to they want to apply some mods and stuff like that and kind of modify. If you've ever played Ark in these communities, you know that they put tons of mods on their servers to allow you to do all sorts of shit. That's what they want: are more options. And those are the people that play survival games. Very few other people play survival games after their initial launch. You'll get Twitch streamers. Well, the problem with it. a lot
0: of them is that there's not a whole lot to do other than just survive. And once you've that's like right. mastered the environment, it's like, well, that's here right. we are. That's right. That's the that's, problem with scum steady. too.
1: Absolutely. You. That's nail on the head. The only people that stick around in survival games are our our peers who have a reason to do it because they create their own reasons. Or scumbags that just want to pvp people and those are very few people very few people are the guy scum- and they're the ones on the public servers fucking around you do have single player people people that play solo they want to just play by themselves and, and explore the world and stuff and once all the exploration is gone there's nothing there anymore this is why minecraft is so popular because it does generate it's got a generation system so there's always exploration to do In those situations, but even if you look at Minecraft, a lot of Minecraft people that still play Minecraft are people that role play. They create settings and environments and enforce their own rules and build their own. Like they, they'll take the game and heavily mod it and build a rule set for like, okay, now the server for this season is you know medieval themed or something. You can't make these certain things or stuff like that. They do that kind of stuff all the time, and by not having private servers. Which every survival game, it's a, it's, if you look at every survival game out now, private servers are a thing. It's so weird. It's so weird that they wouldn't have it. It's, I don't know if it's a form of elitism, like it's our game and we want to do what we want with it, or if it's just a form of incompetence and not actually looking at, I mean, certainly that happens. If you look at Final Fantasy 14, when they first made that game, one of the big problems is they didn't look at their competition. And then when they rebranded it, They based it off of competition and now it's a successful game. You have to look at your competition. So, this game will come out. People will play it because it's brand new. Fallout fans will play it. Some of them will love it because it's still set in Fallout. Because, I mean, I like the thing I like about Fallout 4, for example, and most Fallout games is the exploration aspect more so than the story. The story doesn't carry it as much for me and the lore as much as just exploration. Hell, I still can. I could still go into Fallout 4 today and go to places I've never been to because of how I play the game. I play the game in an almost RP-type fashion. I make a character, and I think about their background and who they are and what they're going to do and their play style. And then I go from there, and I I don't rush to areas to just explore everything. I don't make one character and explore every part of the map like some people do. Those people aren't going to find any extra play in Fallout 76. They're going to play it once and be done with it. Some people are going to play it and go, there's no fucking story here, they're going to ditch but the biggest problem is that we live in an era of Twitch streamers are your marketing and advertising to a large degree right now. It's more important to have people watching Twitch streamers play your game than it is to have advertisements on television or YouTube or uh, you know, just popping up on Kotaku or whatever. Most people see games through Twitch streamers now. And what's going to happen is you're going to get people like Co Carnage, who's a big fan of Fallout. You're going to get people like Itme JP, who hates Fallout. You're going to get people like uh, Lyric and Ninja and all these different people because when a new big game comes out for these big streamers, it's important for them to play new big games because that's how they grow, because it's the buzz. Everybody's talking about it. So they play it, and what you're going to have is people, even like Co, who loves Fallout games, you're going to have them quitting the game Because they're going to start getting harassed by people immediately. Either through people that desperately try to server hop in some way. And they'll figure out how. You better fucking believe it. They'll figure (laughs) out how to fucking server hop. okay, Through some method of like unplugging and plugging back in their fucking modem or whatever. And then you're going to have people who are in the game and learn that there's a Twitch streamer in their game. And then they're going to start harassing them. And that is... and harassment doesn't just involve killing. Harassment involves running up to people and dropping shit on the ground. It ruins the game for a lot of people. Or just following them around and talking or gesturing all the time and ruining their immersiveness. You're that's what you're creating by not having private servers. Because even when games like this come out, like when Ark came out, they Ark the developers of Ark did a smart thing. Why are they so popular? Because they went around to Twitch streamers and said, here's a free copy of our game. Play it. Play it on stream. And these streamers, and they all did that. But what did they do? They had private servers set up for Twitch streamers only. Okay? So if you're a Twitch streamer and you go in and start harassing another Twitch streamer and being a piece of shit, you're going to get kicked from that server and you're going to lose exposure to all those other Twitch streamers. So it it benefited you to not be a piece of shit. But gamers are pieces of shit. Okay. Make no mistake about it, listener. <laughs> they will they will fuck you are a piece they're... of shit. <laughs> not all of them, but, but there's a large group yeah, yeah, out yeah. there. Yeah, hashtag not all. There's a large group out there that goes around and like desires to fuck with people. And they're gonna do that. They're gonna do it. And eventually what'll happen is a lot of that viewership and buzz will go away and it'll fade into the background and it'll be a little mediocre game like Conan Exiles that people hardly ever play and all you and have and even to though to Bethesda is trying is to
0: mitigate service. the the shittiness of people with mm-hmm. all these all these things oh yeah they um, will find they way. will find a way around it they will find the free just cheese just like
1: life finds a way douchebags find a way <clears throat> yep because that's clever douchebag it's the it's their enjoyment they get a kick out of it they yep. will figure it out and if they can figure it out before anybody else it makes them even better it's a rise that they get out of it i'm the only one doing it now in terms of fallout and what it is to a large degree and what i saw uh people are upset that vats and there's going to be changes like this the people aren't going to like this going to turn them away it's another reason why they need to be private servers it's the only thing that'll save this game because you are going to have a lot of people that are Fallout fans that aren't going to enjoy this game. A lot of people that play Fallout like VATS. They like to do VATS builds. They like the concept of VATS. You go back to when Fallout first get started. It. Well, it comes from when Fallout first began. It was a, it was a strategy game. It's very similar to uh, Divinity Original Sin, where it was kind of isometric, top-down kind of deal with, you know... Uh, a an ap system for your movement and your combat. And that was the game. And so they had that was when you would aim at somebody, it was that. It was you'd click on the button to attack somebody and you could click on them and then you'd be able to choose body parts. Uh and certain body parts if you and it's that thing that we've always wanted in games and it was it's kind of the beginning of that and the start of it and nobody's ever really taken it further in a real time situation but it you could shoot uh, enemies in the arm and it would damage their armor. They drop their gun, or you shoot their legs and they they lose movement. You know, shoot like shoot them in the head. They get a concussion or something, and or brain damage, and they they can't you know aim as well anymore or something like that. like it would always modify the stats to some degree. And so when Bethesda acquired Fallout and the license, it made it kind of a first-person shooter RPG kind of thing. They wanted to keep that because <clears throat> it was kind of a staple of the series. So they introduced Vats. And of course, it stands for something, whatever. Uh, V A T S, whatever. Uh, And what they did was they had it pause the game in Fallout 3. It paused the game and brought up a thing where you could select where to shoot the enemy. And it was pretty cool because if you had some perks, you could blow legs off and arms off of people. And it was great. Uh, And then it was was, like, it always
0: like you had to invest points into it. And then, you know, it would cost like stamina or something to use it. And it looked cool. But my problem was always that, like, I'd I'd have a gun out and I'd go into vats and choose, you know, like headshot or something. It would be like, (laughs) it would be really dramatic. And then it would just come out of it and they'd still be running at me. And I'd be like, okay, well, that didn't help. Dead. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that, that's you
1: know? if you if you're not building for vats it's not great vats vats uh in fallout 3 vats was a nice survival tool for some of my builds where if something came around the corner and i couldn't aim for its head immediately i'd immediately pop vats and aim for the head you know there's a lot of times sneaking around through like the school in fallout 3 that has super mutants in it and i'd, I'd be using a shotgun and sneaking in a super mutant would come around the corner and at that level they're going to fuck me up but i could still blow their heads off because i'm playing on you know a certain difficulty because fuck that shit uh and i'd blow their head off with that and it felt great now in fallout 4 they introduced vats with like a slow-mo effect instead of pausing the game it was like slow motion uh which is a little bit better in my opinion because it doesn't feel as jarring when you come out of vats and they're moving at full speed again Whereas in fallout three, it was like a pause and then unpause and they're just moving full speed. Um, But they did focus a little bit more in fallout four on vats being a build. So if you didn't have points in that, you're not going to do, it's not very useful for you. Uh, So a lot of times you'll go into it and try to shoot, shoot a feral ghoul coming at you and not really kill it. And it just keep coming at you and hit you again. So that's kind of what they did here in fallout 76. It doesn't slow down at all. And this is kind of the problem people are having. VAT still exists, but it doesn't affect time because you can't really do that, I guess. I mean, I know like Max Payne did it. I, I, I don't know what the logistics behind a system like that is. So I don't have a comment on it. I tried to look into it, but couldn't find anything. But apparently, they don't feel confident slowing down gameplay for people when you enter VATs. So they just, there's no slow mo on it. You get the same kind of Vats like targeting system, uh, but it's in full speed and all that, and it's more like an auto aim than anything. Like you can still target body parts, but I don't know. I feel like they should have made it more of like a tagging system now, in in this game, and kind of move it like make Vats a tagging system less than making it make it to where kind of like you don't really slow down time, but you can just hit a button to activate VATS, and then you tag multiple enemies and multiple uh, parts and targets based off your stamina. And I'm sure it'll work similar to that, but they still kind of use the VATS overlay, which gives people that feeling of VATS, and I think that's the issue. People are not going to like that. There's a lot of people that like that system, and they're not going to like that that's how it is, but they can't do anything about it. Another problem with the game is... um, It just... (laughs) If you don't like the exploration of fallout you're not gonna like this game and you can build you can build settlements just like before i don't know if you can build anywhere or anything like that i think you could just put a camp down and build anywhere i don't know if that's true or not but you put the camp thing down and you and your well that's what
0: they said they said you could build anywhere but
1: so that's cool because that's a big basis on survival games is to get together with your friends and build a fortress and they also have, like, cool little events where you get attacked and shit. That's also cool. Those are really cool concepts that need to happen. And uh, there's a lot of cool stuff going on in this game where you're going to be able to go find nuke codes and shit like that. And nuke areas of the map is going to change stuff. Resource gathering. This Make no mistake, though, this is a survival game. If you don't like games if like Ark and, and Conan and stuff like that, you're not going to really like this game. Uh because that's what the game's going to be. It's going to be getting resources and crafting stuff. And then that's it. That's really all there is to do. After you've explored the game, if you're not an RP player, if you're if you not into role-playing characters, you're not going to find much to do with this game afterwards. I mean, it'll probably... And they're what? Hoping that
0: people stick around long enough to when they update it with more shit to do, that those people will still be there?
1: Right. <laughs> but that won't happen without private servers. Because the the RP community will abandon that game if there are no private servers, regardless of how much content there is to do. Uh, they need or they need private servers to enforce their rules because... Or, or else you're gonna have a situation where somebody's... So let's say you're an RP player and you're walking around and you're role-playing your character and then some guy walks up and he starts just talking about real-life stuff or harassing you or just talking major, major shit or following you around. Maybe he doesn't even want to kill you. you know, maybe he's higher level than you. That's a thing, by the way. I saw some journalists playing the game they were like level three and then some guy that was 58 came walking up to the person and like gave him shit like traded shit to him water and food and stuff like that that guy was decked out in armor and gear the person that was level three wasn't so what are you gonna do try to kill the guy if he's just harassing you and following you around it's <laughs> people don't understand these game developers do not understand you know you get these game developers too much like,
0: faith in the gaming community that's
1: well they play internally with people that work there and have jobs. Like you don't you're not a piece of shit to your fellow employ, like your fellow workmates because why would you be? You could lose your job. You're not a piece of shit to your fellow journalists because you want to work with each other. Just yeah, like the Well Twitch there's also that situation
0: you, where if you do something shitty, everyone is just going to turn around and look at you and be like, "Dude, what like what the yeah, fuck is wrong with shit. you?" Exactly. On the
1: internet, you could just ha <laughs> Everyone thinks I'm hilarious and just fucking go about your day. Gonna put that on YouTube. Lol, got him. Yeah, look at so look at the difference between the way Twitch streamers behave to each other when they're on a game together or a private game together, versus the way Twitch chat treats certain members of Twitch chat treat uh, streamers. Uh, You know, you go to like you go to like a Tyler one or something like that, where they make fun of the streamer. They all enjoy it and. It's promoted, and they and certainly Tyler One is part of that. But that's not the point. You could you put those viewers in a in an environment with, you know, somebody that's not Tyler One, somebody that's that's not like that. It's not a toxic streamer type person. I'm not saying he's toxic. I'm just saying, in general, and then that's what you come up with. You come up. It doesn't clash. You know, it's like leftists and logic it doesn't work
0: (laughs) i mean we get it you were playing diablo 3 and someone came in and was like hey could you play a popular game and then suggested like call of duty
1: 3 people are idiots most people are idiots like straight up most people are idiots it's a factual thing and it's not it's not like they aim to be idiots or they're okay with being idiots or they know that they are they just say like okay I'll give you a little bit of an example that's a little off topic. I I, I was browsing Reddit a few days ago and there was like one of those posts on like Facebook fails or something. And it was some woman that was going on about how she had a half dose of a vaccine and it gave her some kind of problems or something. So she's not doing it anymore. And then the response is, it was like murdered by words or something like that. And the response was somebody talking about how LOL, you're an idiot. They don't even do half doses of vaccines. That's how I know you're a liar, right? And the whole that whole Reddit post was with the second person. Like, yeah, look at this idiot, half dose of vaccine. Like, they just squeeze half of it into you. And they're all spreading this around. Like, there's no such thing as half doses. Well, here's the interesting concept. My wife just went to India, and I was actually with her to get vaccinated for shit. And they, guess what? Gave her a half dose for hepatitis A. And she had to go in six months later, or she'll have to go six months later to get to get long-term vaccination against hepatitis A and get her second dose. So you have yeah. these people that are just regurgitating this false information in this Reddit post, and they think they're correct about it. Now, whether, whether or not you want to be an anti-vaxxer or agree with them, that's besides the point. They're still sitting here regurgitating false information to each other. And they're gonna, and none of them, not one of them had the desire or or passion enough to go look it up. They're passionate enough to, you know, post about it and boast about it and laugh about it with everybody, but not enough to actually fucking Google. All you gotta do is just Google hepatitis A, it'll tell you right there. Yeah, it's even not even the only one. Dose. There's a lot yeah, of, there's several. Uh,
0: there's a lot of vaccines where you can't get it all at once. Yeah,
1: there's several. And this is, and these people, they don't, they're just regurgitating it. And so they'll go out through their lives with that in their head. And then 10 years from now or something, when somebody brings up dosing, they'll say it boastfully and proudfully, like they know. And this is how it works. People are mostly stupid because they listen to this kind of their lives revolve around things they heard when they were younger or or in the past. And they think that and they they don't actually know. They never looked it up, they just heard someone say it. Yeah, I mean,
0: I've heard a lot of people that, you know, especially as a kid, you're more impressionable, right? Like, my social studies teacher in sixth grade insisted that Bill Clinton was not impeached.
1: Yeah, he was impeached. Yeah, he wasn't removed from office. Yeah, he
0: wasn't removed from office, but but she, like, got hostile. She was like, Bill Clinton was not impeached, trust me, like, with the attitude and everything.
1: Most people don't understand what impeachment is. They think that you get impeached and you're not the president anymore. It doesn't work that way
0: yeah you would think my social studies teacher would know that but it's more of like a
1: (laughs) shunning than anything honestly i mean you can absolutely remove a president from office but you need like all the branches to agree with that
0: yeah kind of a big deal
1: uh, it's kind of a big issue yeah um what
0: else about like what what have you seen, like gameplay wise, with Fallout 76? Like, are you just literally like going to be lot
1: like Fallout 4? There's just definitely be walking around and
0: collecting shit, and that's it. Like, is Have they said anything about is there uh, going to be an end goal? Is there going to be some something to do other than
1: breadcrumb questy stuff? Uh, this, there's, there's it's got that classic Fallout thing where there's locations you go to and there's backstory to it, and you got to learn about it, you know, like. I think a guy showed a video where he went into this town that was deserted and there's nobody there and he's, he's looking around for stuff and it looks like a Camp Crystal Lake type situation. And he hears a scream off in the distance and he thought that was an event going on or something. But after digging deeper in this town, it turned out that this this town is like haunted or something. Right? That's like, that's like some shit. Alright, well that's cool. And, and that's based off of actual shit in Virginia. It's like, hey, the haunted houses in Virginia and shit. Like, so there's, there's definitely cool stuff like that to find, there's cool enemies to fight, there's bosses to fight, there's a lot of stuff to do to aim towards leveling yourself up and getting powered up, there's still the perk system, there's still the special system when you level up, you put a point into your special and you get a perk, uh, I don't know entirely how that system works, so I don't want to talk about it, I've seen some stuff on it, but I'm, I, it's not like I've been able to play around with it, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take a journalist's word on shit, you know, not this day. <laughs> it's a fucking that's a gamble <laughs> Uh, but yeah, there's definitely stuff to do, but I think it's like most survival games. It's, it's got a little bit more of a fallout flair to it. So, and and it's also AAA, which we don't, I don't think we have any survival games that are AAA, but, uh, most survival games come out in early access. And so if you play them, your limitation is on how, how much you can stand of an early access game. Uh, if you were to play arc right now, there, there's a lot of stuff to do in the sense that there's no, there are bosses to fight, uh, but most of it includes getting powerful and then playing around with that power a little bit till you're bored with the game. That's really what it involves, and it takes several days to get to that power and, and then explore the whole map. and There's a couple maps to explore, and they got a new one coming out soon, and they add different mechanics and stuff. You know, like if you play the base game of Ark, it's kind of like an island, and they have biomes and there's these things you can go around and do, and bosses you can fight eventually. And then if you play their Scorched Earth DLC, it's a different map that has different mechanics, like heat, you have to manage heat very seriously, and water, uh, because it's a desert map, and there's like dragons that you can eventually, and that's kind of the end game to that, is to eventually tame your own wyvern and fly around on a wyvern, and then that's that's your power that you've reached. you reached maximum power on that map, and you're just flying around as a fucking dragon after you do that for a little while it's like eh you can you can like put the dragon in stasis and import it to other maps and shit and that's about it that that's really all there is to do in survival game outside of being a role player so i think that fallout will suffer from that eventually but i think it'll suffer from it at a slower rate because it is a Bethesda game to some degree there there's going to be a lot of like you know this this is a large development team putting all kinds of little hidden treats and shit like that everywhere so there's going to be cool stuff like that to explore and find. And you'll be able to do it with your friends, and that's kind of cool. You know, It's the first time you'll be able to walk around in a Fallout world with your friends. I'm hoping this is kind of a test
0: run, stuff. and maybe they'll do some kind of co-op drop-in system when Elder Scrolls six comes out, because that'd, that be, be that'd
1: be nice. Yeah. Drop-in would be the best way to do it, just like Diablo. Just look at Diablo game developers. That's how you do co-op. You come to my game, we go through the game together. GG, that's how it works. You know, you don't have to have progress all the time. You know, you don't have to do that. Like, oh, but what about my progress? If I play with my friend, am I going to have to go back to my world and it start from zero? Yeah, so what? Play well, I mean, you
0: go back to your world with all your
1: level ups and shit. But, yeah, yeah. You know. But the story hasn't progressed for you. Yeah,
0: that's how it should be. That
1: way, that way you can, that way you can progress the story in the way you want it to. With your friend, you're just kind of a tag along. You know, you leveling up and experience stuff together and having a good time um it doesn't always have to be star wars the old republic where everybody gets a fucking vote on what to say <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ um but that's all i know about fallout it's gonna be pretty i, I th- i'm excited for it i think it's gonna be great yeah
0: all right so uh-huh. real quick uh world of warcraft i haven't been playing it
1: i just she come to the warcraft.
0: realization that i um, was playing it out of obligation and there wasn't anything else to play.
1: I mean, I may or may not unsubscribe soon. Um, it depends. It really depends on how this next patch feels. If this, if this, I'm probably going to play the next patch. Let's talk about J. Allen Brack first. Uh, yeah, Blizzard got our new president. J. Allen Brack. If you don't know who J. Allen Brack is, it's the guy that's famous for saying, uh, you think you do, but you don't on the, the stage that all these which is spurgs, correct
0: since they're actually yeah. changing so much for Wow Classic.
1: All these spürgs like Asmongold and shit who don't think they're spürgs and are fucking spürgs are upset about like this guy is the guy, okay? Here's what these people don't understand. First of all, this guy has been in charge of World of Warcraft since 2014, okay? He's been he has been since he oh sorry, not 2014, 2005. So this guy worked uh, uh on Wing Commander franchise and then he went to Sony Online and worked on Star Wars Galaxies and left the year that they did the he left right before they did that combat update that everybody hates and then he joined Blizzard and worked as a producer on World of Warcraft in 2008 he became production director for World of Warcraft and in 2014 he became executive producer and vice president for World of Warcraft so this guy has has his hand has had his hands in World of Warcraft since the Burning Crusade. This guy knows what he's doing and he's been in charge of a lot of shit. Now certainly people like him put other people in charge uh, in terms of like content design and shit like that. But he's, this is kind of, this guy's been, you know, a producer and and shit like that for for a while. So he's been making sure that people like Ian don't fuck up. This is the guy that (laughs) fires Ian Hazakostis at the end of the year, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah!
1: (laughs) Do it! (laughs) So this guy got asked a question about vanilla uh, vanilla wow servers because people were playing like on the starius. So it got a big a big issue because they shut down the starius which was a big like you know private server bullshit which okay, first of all I'm willing to bet that at least half the people that play those fucking servers do it because it's free to play, okay? They do it because those people can't offer you make you pay money to do that. All right. So there's that. And people are getting their WoW fix from that. And certainly there's idiots out there that are like, I want nostalgia. Whatever, man. I, I get it. People want to go back and play original games. I, I get that. That's fine. And you can't do that with World of Warcraft. Sure. All right. So, so that's a small portion of the population of people that want to go back and play the original versions of something. I'm sorry to tell you, but that's a small group of people. Um, it doesn't make any sense that they put resources towards that. And here's what pisses me off. They've decided to do that. So they're putting... Re- like, why do you think... Br- people are like, man, Battle for Azeroth sucks. Yeah, because they're putting resources towards another game called World of Warcraft Classic. You, That's what you've done. You've broken up the team. This isn't, this isn't like Hearthstone, where it's completely different people that they hired. These are fucking people that already work on WoW. They're not going to hire new people to work on a game when they already have people that work on the game. So, all you've managed to do is make them divert resources towards another project. Which we don't even know if
0: it's going to, like, how they're going to monetize that. Is it going to be a separate subscription or an add on subscription? So, So they might not even be getting any return.
1: So, now we have to suffer a shitty expansion so that we can get World of Warcraft Classic just to watch it fall on its face and fail. And make no mistake, it will fail. Okay. Because you're not. So, if you have World of Warcraft and Warcraft cl- Classic next to each other, okay, one of them has, you have two games that are now competing. That's how it works. If you're a company and you make a shooter game and then you have another branch of your company that makes a shooter game, you are now competing for the same audience. That's why they don't have two shooter games. That's why they don't have two MMOs. That's why they don't have two Diablos. That's why they don't have two RTS games all at the same time being produced. Okay, they don't do that. They have one of each type of genre. Every time they make a new IP, they announce it as a new genre in Blizzard, even though they're experts at RTS and MMOs and shit like that. So they're going to have two MMOs competing for each other. Which one do you think is going to win? The one that's just old shit or the one with new shit? People are fucking retarded.
0: Well, I think they're they're adding all this stuff to WoW Classic, like quality of life stuff. And I think it's probably not going to be... It, it close enough to the original for people who want our nostalgia classic care. and exactly. it's and the people who want the new shit like us don't fucking care like you yeah, can add no, all the no. new shit you want but
1: it's gonna fail <laughs> if you don't put it in as his original version you're not gonna hit the n- the nostalgia and you know you're nostalgia is a hell of a drug you know it's i can sit here and think oh man i do it all the time i'm like oh man i would love to just have like a marathon where i play like final fantasy games or something or like jrpgs And then I get on my PlayStation and I boot up like an old RPG Final Fantasy game and I start playing it for 15 minutes. I'm like, this fucking sucks. Yeah. Why am I not playing this other game I have that's brand fucking new over here? I'm wasting my time. Now, that's on top of an MMO. That's just a stupid, that's comparing two games that don't really have time investments. You know how often I sit here and think, oh, I'm not playing World of Warcraft. I'm wasting my time playing a game that's not World of Warcraft when I could be playing World of Warcraft and working towards leveling up my character or getting it geared.
0: Yeah, that's the problem with World of Warcraft is a lot of the time you feel guilty for not playing it.
1: You feel guilty for not playing it. So all of these people that play World of Warcraft right now, the idea that they're going to go play classic for any extended period of time and leave their other characters behind, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. The most you'll get out of Classic is at drought times. When you have a drought, people will go to play that. But that game's also going to have a drought. And if you keep updating Classic, you're going to have bigger droughts for both games. It's going to fail. It's not going to work. Okay? These people don't get it. You, it just... It, it, times change, man. you got to move on with your life. You can't sit here and look back on the past all the time and be like, I, I wish it was like that again. Get a fucking time machine or something. It will never
0: be that good again. Well, I should. It'll never be like that again. It was never that good.
1: So he's going to become the president, which doesn't mean much. I mean, it's not that big of a jump for him. Uh, He's been around for a long time. They're still going to have Morheim on as a. uh, What is it called? A strategic advisor for the company, but he's going to be the new president of the company. So that just means instead of lording over World of Warcraft, he'll lord over all the games, who, which which is actually a great thing because that what that might mean is that we might see things like Overwatch and Diablo increase in their uh in how good they are because Jay Allen Brack did a great job with World of Warcraft. Uh and that's evident today in how fucking popular it still is.
0: Yeah, and there's a lot of people that remember the you think you do but you don't thing and are kind of pissed now. Good. And they don't oh, want him. But that. you know what I say to yeah. those people? You think you don't, but you do.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, as a closing statement on this, I want to say that I don't think you can't go from Burning Crusade to BFA and see all the in-between and think that J. Allen Brack has made World of Warcraft bad because he was responsible for all the good shit. My theory is that BFA is the shitty as it is. Look, BFA looks like it's a game that has lost content or didn't have enough content or didn't have enough work put into it. That's what it looks like. That's I why mean, it looks just like... Just in terms light. of
0: bugs. Like That's why I have a problem with buggy games. Oh, yeah, it's not because buggy. they're buggy. It's because you, if there's kind of a direct correlation between like how how much time and effort and resources was put into a game. Mm-hmm. And you could tell most apparently on how well it plays. Like, yeah. just in terms of bugs. If so they couldn't be the, bothered to fix those gonna, bugs, you know, there's a lot of other shit that they have probably We have one of the buggiest
1: expansions ever released. We have one of the content lackingest expansions ever released. And people will say otherwise, but I disagree. Like, th- the content they added is very watered-down versions of what we already had in Legion. Spread thin. That's all they've done. It's like they took Legion content and spread it thin instead of adding new things. Like... Yeah. Warfronts is just battlegrounds without other players on the other team. That's all it is. Okay, you all go well, play they wanted a PVP they expansion without
0: forcing people into PVP. This well, I think get.
1: that that was a, a methodology, but I think the execution is it a coincidence that they're they're working on World of Warcraft Classic and BFA at the same time? Is that a coincidence? Is it a coincidence that they've pulled resources and in terms of? Uh, team members and assets and all that stuff over to uh, work on World of Warcraft Classic at the same time they're building BFA? Is that just a coincidence that then at the same time BFA feels like it's had less work put into it in terms of bugs and content and and just ideas and concepts? I don't know. My theory, my thesis on it is that World of Warcraft Classic has called is the reason why BFA feels like shit. It's the reason.
0: Yeah, and there's even, like, especially with the, the all the problems with Azurite armor and hunting down armor and getting the random rolls on it. Like, aside from the fact that it, it just feels weak and shit, but the whole problem with, like, you have to, you know, get a certain Azerite level to use the gear, and then you get an item level upgrade, and then you can't use all the, the Azurite shit, so it's really a downgrade. And Blizzard's response is basically like, yes, we heard you. We recognize this is a problem. We don't know what to do about it. Like, when, had, when have they ever done that? Just been like, we give up. We just have to accept that this is one of the downsides of our shitty system that we created.
1: They do this every time, man. We'll fix it in the next expansion.
0: That's... No, but that's what they usually say. This time, they're just like, well, oh, yeah. <laughs> tough titties.
1: Well, let's talk about World of Warcraft itself. Because the next big thing is, and I, I said already, if... I'm gonna probably stay sub till the next patch, Tides of Vengeance, and then see what that patch is all about in the beginning. Hey, I'll they're adding multi-threading, my
0: dude. It's finally gonna use more than one core. <laughs> hey, fucking 2018, they finally I'll, did
1: it. I'll I'll definitely play the next patch and I'll see how it feels. If it doesn't feel good, I'm unsub. I'm I'm, sub, I'm unsubbing. So here's what's coming in the patch, and we'll just react to it as we go. I'll read it out, and we can both react to it. Just stop Hashtag it. React. Stop me at any point. So they're going to add an extra outer ring that has two spec-specific traits per spec on it. Uh, you'll have access to three traits of the six to seven available. Uh, I made a suggestion on the four on the on Reddit a couple of times. I don't know if they saw it and they're kind of using it a little bit. It's not necessarily what I suggested. I suggested that, um, and I said this in several posts. And I said it. <laughs> they on- go
0: fuck themselves.
1: <laughs> uh, I I said that. Uh, What they should do is when you shift click Azerite gear as you do, it should show the rings, but they should be empty sockets. And in the bottom should be a UI element that has all the traits available in the game. And maybe you can have these available immediately. Maybe there's something that you have to unlock or find who knows whatever system they'd want to do with that. And then you take and you drag and drop which ones you want, or you click and click which ones you want into those, into those rings. And the way it works is at any time you can cycle outside of combat or specifically, you know, if you have a Toma clear mind or you're in a town, whichever one they want to make it uh, or combination of, you can click to rotate that ring to be to the one you want. So let's say you're in the middle of a raid and you're a fire mage. You have your direct target uh, talent spec set up. And then you also have your direct target uh, azerite ring set up. And then the next fight is more of an AoE fight. So you activate a Toma clear mine. You switch over to your, you know, your talents to where you normally do for your AoE build. And then you do the same thing with your Azurite trade. Well,
0: they won't do that because they said specifically in the last Q and a, that they don't want that to happen. Yeah. Well, they want you fucking grinding out multiple pieces. They're
1: stupid. And that's how it should be. They're stupid. I'm just telling you that's how it should be. They want to
0: increase your sub time.
1: So they're doing something like that. Okay. Um, in Season 2 and the new raid, all the new gear will have new outer rings that spec specific traits only. The goal is more customization, more access to traits you want, and more choices.
0: It's still the same listen, system. It's not going to fix anything. Listen,
1: unless you implement what I just said, it's not a fucking choice. Because the gear drops at a certain item level. If the gear drops at 355 item level and my piece that I have is 340, it's not a choice. Okay. <laughs>
0: well, according yeah. to them, it is.
1: Talent trees are. They, a they don't want everyone to
0: have up. the best gear for every spec. They want people to have a main spec, and when yeah, well, if they it. have to switch to a What's lower item level point? gear to use a different spec, See, this that's is what World they want.
1: Warcraft. This is just complete regression. Like that sounds like how the game used to be. Like, I mean,
0: if you haven't listened to the Q and A, go listen to it because it's fucking bullshit.
1: Specs. Well, I'm reading the bullet points right now. Oh, so from the, the Q and A
0: or the patch notes? From the Q and A. Okay.
1: So uh set pieces and past expansions were an exception to the standard rules when it comes to items. It felt odd to need multiple of the exact same item to cover multiple specs. See, all this is is Ian Hazakosis doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. I'm sorry. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's He did great at raid design for years. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing when it comes to overall design of the game. He needs to be replaced. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. It happens in business. He doesn't know what he's talking about. You have a game that that came out with the concept of dual spec, and then later on down the road, two years ago, it's like two years ago, you had Tom Chilton, who was in, in Ian Hazakosa's current position, saying, we're just getting rid of dual spec. You can just have, you can change to any spec whenever you want, as long as you're in a town, or you have a Tolman Clearmine. You can change to any of the three specs at any time, and you can set all those up. And people loved it. And now two years later, Ian's like, well, maybe we should just do one spec only. It's just fucking, it's, that's the most
0: ignorant thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, especially when they don't balance the fucking specs
1: correctly. I don't know if he didn't play the fucking game when he was raid designer back in Wrath of the Lich King, but all people used to ever ask for was a better way to respec. And when they put in dual spec, it was popular as fuck. And then they, put in, they got rid of dual spec, it was popular as fuck. Okay? People don't want to have to be shafted into one thing. God, they're just... Somebody made a post about this. They just cater to like one group, man. It's so fucking stupid.
0: Yeah, Mythic Raiders.
1: Yeah, absolutely. If if Mythic Raiders come out and complain about something, it gets changed. It's so fucking dumb. So if you look at how many, how most items work, if you want to play another spec, you want another item for that slot. No, I don't. I don't. That's why, Ian. Ian. I, I don't know where you've been for the past two years, okay? Or, or sorry, for the past two expansions. But your the game you work for, the company you work for, they implemented a system to where when a piece of gear drops, it can have intellect, strength, or agility on it based off your spec. So if you have a if you're a paladin and you're a rep paladin and it has strength on it, and then you respec to be holy, it changes the strength to intellect. You know why they did that, Ian? They didn't do that for fun. They did it. <laughs> So that you didn't have to get multiple pieces of gear for multiple specs. You fucking retard. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Nobody wants other pieces of gear. Nobody wants to carry multiple. People have been asking for the wardrobe for years. For years they were like, when can we get a wardrobe so I don't have to carry around 30 pieces of gear for my three specs because I'm a druid. Or I play a tank healer and fucking DPS whenever I want to. I I play all three specs of my paladin class or what have you. When can I get a system to where I don't have to sacrifice two bags for fucking gear? Oh, well, we have the they came out with the equipment manager to make it easier to switch between them. And then after years of asking for the armory, they were just like, you know what? We got a better system. Your gear just changes with your spec people were like that's fucking even better. Now I don't have to have multiple pieces and collect multiple pieces. I just have one fucking set and that's it. And they well, even they put- they they're just not willing to give ground, right? Like even if they kept the system as it is
0: but you got 3 times as much loot from just doing shit, it wouldn't be that big of a deal, but they're not going to fucking increase the drop rate. And they're not going gonna- to even
1: mind that. I just don't want to juggle fucking gear. They even Yeah, I don't those- either. They even took, like, strength and intellect and shit off of rings and necklaces and and trinkets and shit so you don't have to worry about that. I mean, some trinkets add that back in, but for the most part, the only thing you have to change out for your spec is your weapon and your trinket. That's it. Sorry. And that's how it should be. That's how it should be. But Ian's like, if you look at how most items work, if you want to play another spec, you want another item for that slot. What are you talking about? Stop. It's time to stop, Ian. <laughs> Where have you been? Somebody stop this guy. A mutiny has to occur now. Jesus yeah, it's Christ. Bad. The real revolution is not the political one against Trump, you idiot lefties. It's against <laughs> Ian Hazakostis and his fascista mindset on one of the warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> So Azrai armor is more flexible than normal items, as yeah. you can change the traits. Yeah, sure it is. But
0: they don't oh, want you to change you it too can. often. <laughs> He's like, well, you know, if you're raiding and, uh, you know, your your tank's going to be out for a couple weeks, you know, you could change your, your spec, but we don't want you changing it multiple times per week. Or, Listen you know, multiple statement. times per
1: day. This is such this an idiot. Ian Hazakusa thing to say. There is value to having a bit of friction when it comes to changing specs. You have to elaborate on that. You don't get to just say that. You have to elaborate because when you say that, it sounds like you're a fucking idiot. What are you talking about? Why would there ever be value to having to switch specs or or value to friction? Value to who?
0: (laughs) There's value to us in you playing more. Great. Yeah,
1: there's, there's value to having a bit of friction when it comes to changing specs. What are you talking about value? I want to change specs and be able to perform with that fucking spec. What do you mean? There's no value to me and any kind of friction in that. What the fuck, Ian? What are you saying? Some that Someone that is dedicated to a spec should have a small advantage over someone. No, they shouldn't. This. What are you talking about? A fire mage who is dedicated to being a fire mage should be way better than somebody who decides to switch to a fire mage. What? (laughs) It's fucking retarded. I don't understand how people aren't.
0: I mean, I understand how people aren't freaking out, but how the wow community specifically isn't like.
1: That is the dumbest dumbest shit right now. Of of elitism I've ever heard. That is elitism just to be elitist. There's no point in that that i can understand you making that argument for like a mythic raider versus a normal raider but a spec are you fucking kidding me what are you talking about the guy who plays fire all day is less versatile than the guy who plays fire and frost and arcane intermittently that guy understands the entire fucking class and every fucking thing that each spec can do where this guy is a one-hit wonder that's it's literally the opposite ian it's the opposite. It's like using one gun versus knowing how all the guns work. One person is more elite than the other. Which one do you think it is, Ian? The one with the one gun. You got you the one gun. The guy, one gun. <laughs> Give me a break.
0: God so you're saying it. the one guy who specializes in designing raids is better than the guy who's in charge of knowing everything about the game?
1: <laughs> You're right. The raid designer should be leading the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot. And I know there's people out there going, "No, Gabby What he's saying is, the guy that shoots the M16 all day is going to be superior to the guy that knows all the weapons when it, when they both shoot the M16. No, that's not true at all. That that's there's no basis in that. This is not okay. <laughs> this isn't like. A game of chess okay you could maybe make that argument if it was like chess like this guy plays chess all day and then this guy plays checkers and chess and all the other board games so the guy that plays chess all day is going to dominate this guy when he comes around the chess chess sure yeah okay but this is not chess we're talking about a gun which is is a similar example when we're talking, talking about five abilities on your bar exactly <laughs> We're talking about using five fucking abilities. This is simple child's play shit. Everything else is common to all specs. Don't stand in the shit. <laughs> well, everything's also common in terms of the talents that are chosen. Because everybody's using cookie cutter builds that are just that are figured out by the community immediately. These builds are known before the game even launches. People have gone through the beta and figured it out. This, it's not some guy that's sitting here doing calculus as a fire mage going, Okay. If I do this, then I'm the best, and then some new guy. Well, you comes just change shit and, like, and
0: sim it and change and sim some, and change, yeah, and, sim and, change and sim. Some new guy comes along is like,
1: "Uh, what talent do I pick?" <laughs> like, fucking, like, what do you mean? It's the same. No, listen, man. If you take a fire mage that's been a fire mage all expansion long, and then you take a guy that's been a frost mage and he goes at fire because fire is the new flavor of the month. That Fire Mage guy is going to outperform this one because let me tell you something. He's going to know exactly when to hit Fireball every <laughs> single time. <laughs> Except not really
0: since they added fucking like half a second to the cast. Yeah,
1: you're talking about a game that throws shit in your face when you need to press it. Fucking this guy. Let me tell you something. This guy knows how to use Pyroblast when he needs to use it. Okay. He As soon as that flame icon pops up next to his character... Boom, he hits it. This guy, he's going to be like a split second What's off. does it mean? <laughs> what is that? What's that mean? <laughs> oh, I can't wait for the contradictions in this. Someone that is dead. Okay, if you don't have the perfect gear and traits for another spec and you switch, you'll only be slightly less effective. <laughs> Define slightly. This matters <laughs> for people racing the world... To World First, but doesn't matter nearly as much for everything else. How about you fuck off with World First? How about that? Maybe that's kind of a cancer in World of Warcraft that doesn't ex- need to exist, you know? It's kind of like back when uh, people used to post on the forums. Oh, well, that's
0: would- a contradiction, because later on, when people are talking about the raid being different for and Alliance and how that's going to work with World First, they're just kind of like, well, that was a thing the community started. So we're not really going to worry about that. We're just going to let the community figure out the rules.
1: <laughs> so back in the day, people may not know on uh, the Blizzard. There was no Reddit. There was 4chan, but it was a very underground area. It was very low key. Most of the com- conversation happened on the actual Blizzard forums, the WoW forums. That's where a lot of the conversation of the game happened outside of your server.
0: <clears throat> yeah, patient zero is where uh, cancer started.
1: Whenever a blue post would happen, whenever uh, a community manager or developer would come in and make a post, uh, people would go in there and try to be the first one to to respond. And they'd say, they'd just say first. Because you had to have more than three characters. So first made sense. First, now the reason why they would do this is for real estate, okay? They did this because after you read the blue post, the first post you see before there was any kind of upvote systems was that post. So it was a real estate issue of you're going to get your shit seen before anybody else after the blue post. Uh, so you can make good points there. Now, some people would sell out this real estate. Okay. Uh, by copy, pasting, whatever you wanted or whatever. But a lot of people did it because they wanted to have their two cents put up there. So they type foot po- first, they'd hit enter and then they'd go back to editing it and put their shit in there. Over time. You get these idiots, and we go back to what we were talking about earlier where most people are stupid. These idiots that didn't understand that they just see it. And go, ha-ha, ha-ha. He first, ha-ha. yeah, he got first. Congratulations, man. I'm gonna get first one day. So then you go and they get a <laughs> boom first, yeah, first. So it would just literally be first. That's forever. all that it would be forever. <laughs> okay. Okay, and if you want to know how stupid this is, I've seen this shit for years extend beyond World of Warcraft forums. Like, people would do that shit on Facebook posts and shit. Fucking YouTube video with like 100 views
0: first, First. only. (laughs) Like,
1: come on. (laughs) Like, okay, so now that's how, so so that's an example of the world first system. In the beginning, world first was just people that were like, Yeah, I did it. I was the first one to hit 80, guys. Fuck yeah, I did it. Now I'm like, I feel good about myself because there's nothing else to do in this game. (laughs) (laughs) Now it's like Blizzard is behind it and every fucking moron is like, I gotta get world first. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. It's an old system that doesn't need to exist anymore. Like, who the fuck is racing to world first and giving a shit? I got a feat of strength. Look at it. World first level 70. Oh, man. Put that on your resume. It's taking you places. You're an idiot. It does nothing for you. You gain no reward from it. You get a feat of strength. Oh, man. It's a feat of strength on my achievement list. I could post that up somewhere and people think my dick is large.
0: So when you post on the forums and people check your account, uh, they know how credible you are based on how many feats you have world first has always been
1: stupid meaningless the only time it had meaning was when there was nothing else to do in the game people were trying to find and this is kind of common with old mmos old mmos weren't like world of warcraft world of warcraft the reason why it's so successful is because it did something no mmo ever did before it mmos were always basically life simulators that was the concept It it was rp to its truest form you make a character and you rp with other people and you walk around and you just do shit that's mundane and has no purpose. That's why, I like, player housing and stuff like that were things. And then EverQuest started putting in these big bosses that you could kill with large groups of people. And it became about raiding. And World of Warcraft picked that up and made it more about grouping and doing dungeons and doing raids. And, and a lot of the, like, little nuanced, minute things go to the back. That's why when people watch CitizenCon and see Star Citizen and they see that it's an MMO, they're like... Those, you get these people they are like, "What are you supposed to do in this game? You live in it. That's what you're supposed to do. That's why they're adding mundane stuff. Like people watch Star Citizen. They watch Star Citizen at Star CitizenCon. Like there's a there's there's a, a a keynote you can watch right now that was up from yesterday. It's on our games. It's from their keynote yesterday, and they watch it. And you get these people in the comments. They're like, they only show combat for a little bit. The game's not about combat. That's an aspect of the game." But the game's about living in a fucking space world. Like living in space. Yeah. That's what the game the is about. The title kind of
0: gives it away, you know. Citizen. It's a it's of about going
1: around and smuggling and you know, doing trade runs and
0: Yeah. If you want to hang out in a fucking
1: spaceport and make ramen, yeah, you could probably right. do that. <laughs> exactly. That's the point of the game. Like if you watch, they wake up from the bed and there's all these little it, there's there's all this useless stuff they put in. That's just supposed to immerse you like they could so many games. You walk up to the spaceship, you hit E on it and you just appear in the fucking ship. This game, you hit E on it. A ladder comes down. Your character climbs up into it and you sit down and the thing closes. That's immersive detail that doesn't need to exist, but does because the point of the game is to immerse you into the world. You can pick up the coffee, drink the coffee and put the fucking coffee down on the table. Does it give you a buff? That's what an idiot asks. Does it give you a buff? No, it's just to fucking live in the world, man. <laughs> okay? Jesus Christ. And I, the sad thing about it is I'm, I know I'm gonna play that game and people are gonna be like, this is' what you gotta do to get the end game and do stuff. And I'm just gonna want to chill and take my time with it and be slow with it. even if I'm playing with friends, I'm gonna want to be slow with it and just, you know, enjoy shit. you know, they got tramp. Can you get fast travel in this game? I can see it now you got to actually get on a tram and the trains run on a time on a timer they're actually just like an actual metro and then you take the train and go somewhere you're going to have people going can we just fast travel can I get a hearthstone or something those people don't get it that's what mmos used to be about the blizzard made it a different thing and so back in vanilla wow when it still had some of those elements of like uselessness to it
0: well star citizen was starting to get developed like <laughs> back before wow
1: right so well, about around that time. <laughs> but, I mean, Jesus, those guys are, those want a typical MMO. But the thing is, like, when you go back to Vanilla WoW, it still had some of those elements of useless stuff because it was an MMO that was built off of that ground point. You know, they hadn't fleshed it out like they did through the course of the Burning Crusade and Wrath of the Lich King into what it is now that makes it more of like a, you know, drop-in, drop-out type game. Back then it was, you had to put a lot of investment into things, and that's, that was an MMO concept. So people would go, would make their own things to, to just achieve, there were no achievements, people would make their own achievements. So, World First was somebody that could just post on the forums, and you'd see their level, and it'd say, I made it. I'm level fucking on this server, first person to get it on this server, woo, look good. And people would be like, hey, congratulations, and then everybody go about their fucking business. And then Blizzard was like, yeah, I'll help you stroke your dick by giving you a fucking achievement like that. So it's just like the forum post where it means nothing anymore because why would you even do that? It doesn't matter anymore. There's shit to do in the game now. It's It doesn't make any sense. Fucking stupid. It's like a fortune cookie. Fucking pointless. No meaning to it. No flavor. And, it, and all of the shit that's on the paper is bullshit. It's pointless.
0: Now you know you made it to a, a good Chinese place when they have chocolate fortune cookies.
1: Well, it was good back in the day because it was kind of like a little, you know, ha <laughs> look, a fortune cookie. You know those Chinese people and their fortunes. Mystical Chinese, ancient Chinese secret. You know, it's cool. It's it's new. It's interesting. Before the now, internet. Fast forward and, 20, they, 20 yeah. years later. And the Chinese population like, definitely put stock in these things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking 20 years later and it's happened. It's it's run its course. It's old. It's useless. Now I get a fortune cookie and I throw it the fuck away i got going to read that shit. I oh, read My it. fucking child. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mean, they've They're never very come very true. Kind of <laughs> so. I got one that said, everyone thinks you're the best. <laughs> I
1: don't that's think that's fan. true. Spec switching is easier in most ways in Battle for Azeroth than it was in Legion. That is how disconnected. And you know what? I'm done with it there. I'm done listening to Ian Hoskosis at that point. That is the most. He has lost. Every if there was an ounce of credibility I had for him, he just lost it. This man just said it's easier to spec Switch in battle for Azeroth in most ways. I would yeah, disagree with that, he did, that's he what we said. Most, I would still disagree with it. When him. we
0: were still leveling up, we thought that it was gonna be easier to respec in this than it was in Legion because he didn't have a it's weapon. Not. It's not. How many pieces of gear do you need to fucking swap out now? Four? It's actually it's four easier, times as hard.
1: It's actually easier to spec switch in Legion than in Battle for Azeroth, (laughs) because at least in Legion the only thing you had to change was your fucking weapon, and it did it automatically. (laughs) In this game, you got to carry multiple pieces. Not even because of that. Because like in
0: Legion, all you had to do was actually level up those weapons, which towards the end.
1: Wasn't not a problem. Even, yeah,
0: it wasn't a problem at all.
1: Realistically, just the beginning should have had that system. Like any Azerite you got, any Azerite power you got, should have went into all weapons at the same time. Yeah. That's all that they should have done. That, and I just came up with that off the top of my head. Again, hire me. I'll fucking like I'll fix your fucking game. I'll be your Ian. You know, um, <laughs> I I just came up with that off the top of my head. Like, how can you have an entire team of people and not one person suggests... Maybe if all the Azerite goes into all three weapons. You know? Yeah, but Maybe. then they only
0: play for one third of the amount of time, which means we get one third of the amount of money. So,
1: if that <laughs> that's is the their, case, that's, their,
0: that's what it's all about, man. Keeping people subbed. Ian,
1: but that line right there if you think that Ian Hazakosis knows anything about what he's talking about, there you go. Spec switching is easier in most ways in Battle for Azeroth than it was in Legion. Absolutely wrong. Absolutely wrong. I don't even care about the rest of the shit he says here. Don't even fucking care. Fuck off with all this shit. Who cares? It's
0: over. Look, it's real, real quick, just
1: look at this. Just look at this. I want to hear this warfronts patch 8.1 will have alliance doing the warfront right away. The two, so they're not fixing their system. The two warfronts will have their independent contribution cycles. <laughs> Idiots again. Didn't learn a lesson, so they're still going to have independent contribution cycles. Technically, both could have be active at the same time, but players tend to contribute to whichever is more complete. What? No? <laughs> what do you mean? This isn't like building shit in Legion. There's one thing to contribute to, one bar. It's a competition at that point. You know, PvP, you fucking idiot. <clears throat> the team did internal tests with full raid groups queuing to warfronts. The problem is that with a full raid group, you would steamroll the map objectives and get far ahead of the base building and other pacing mechanism. If you get too far ahead of the pacing, it isn't as fun. What are you talking about?
0: It's shorter. They they don't want it to be that short. That's what they're talking about.
1: How would you get far ahead of the base building? That doesn't make any sense.
0: As They're saying like you wouldn't need it. You don't need all the bonuses and shit.
1: But you do. You're required to get siege engines. You can't break that door without siege engines, so you you're required to do it. Has he played the game?
0: <clears throat> Are we talking about the same thing? <laughs> what game is he talking about? It's like, can you
1: imagine if Donald Trump wasn't like didn't know anything about real estate? <laughs> That's what this is. Like it's like if Donald Trump had never been into a hotel. It's like it's the equivalent of, like Donald Trump not going to his own hotels.
0: You know what I mean? And then making drastic decisions about them that decisions affect the whole about, world. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Nuke em. If you have done the entire map and have to wait 15 minutes for your siege engines to progress, that isn't very fun. Well, that completely contradicts what you just said, Ian. <laughs> the team has been looking at adding another version of Warfronts that is tuned for a raid group. Oh, my God. We gotta tune it for raid groups, and then it's gonna have higher level gear in it that you can only get if you go in as a raid group. Just like fucking raided battlegrounds, raided warfronts. It'll be another way to earn gear, but you can only you can't do it with any pickup. You gotta do it with fuck off. Just more fucking reason to cater to these idiots that want to form full groups. Hey, here's a fucking uh tip for you idiots out there. And you know what? This goes to Asmongold. I hope Asmongold hears this one. Hears yeah, this, we're going to fucking tag you on day, Twitter right now. when
0: we post this. <laughs> Listen up, douchebag. Asmongold
1: to hear this, okay? Listen, I get it. You live and breathe World of Warcraft. That's not... I don't have a problem with that. But this idea that, like, pugs are easier to put get together than a, a guild is so fucking asinine. In fact, it's the opposite. So if you... First of all, it's the same fucking thing. If I go and I whisper people in a fucking, so how do you form a raid group for a guild? First of all, you gotta recruit for the guild. How do you recruit for a guild? I know I've done this. You go and you whisper people, or you put out advertisements in a looking for group channel or on a forum or something like that, or or use Blizzard system, and then those people join and you say hi to them and you welcome them in. What the fuck ever, you both smoke up their ass and then they join your raid group and you go with them every fucking night and do the raid, okay? And in fact, that's why it's easier because with a pickup group, you never see those people ever again, okay? With the guild members, you know they're going to be there next week, so you're done trying. You're done trying to pick people up. If you're doing a pickup, you got to do it every time. Now, certainly when Blizzard does it for you, it's a different system. That's not what I'm talking about. Granted, it's pretty much the same thing because it's still 20 fucking idiots getting together and having to know their own shit, okay? The idea that, like, a raid leader is the big difference maker when it, like, oh, what's the difference between raid finder and mythic raiding? A raid leader. That's (laughs) it. Everybody still has to know what they're doing. And a raid finder, you could still have a raid leader. (laughs) You could still do that. You just have to have somebody that's willing to do it, okay? You can kick people out of both situations, and in both situations, people need to know what they're doing. Certainly, Raid Finder difficulty is lower than Mythic. But I would I would say to you that that's not necessary. I guarantee if you had a Raid Finder for Mythic difficulty, you would have people completing that shit, 100%. but you know why people do raid finder over mythic raids and normal raids because of time Mythic plus dungeons are I would say more difficult than mythic plus raids And I know a lot of people aren't going to agree with that and this is still aimed towards people like Asmongold But it's true because in a 20 man. It's easier to have people not Pulling their weight than it is in a five man where people have to Pull their fucking weight because you have one healer one tank And and the rest are, you know, your fucking DPS that need to not stand in fire and shit like that. And it's all about, and certainly there are methods, okay? There are methods that have been developed by the community to make Mythic Plus Dungeons, like 15 and beyond, you know, something where you have to, you have to group up the enemies and AoE them all down. And that's just, that's just strategy that Blizzard's so stupid they can't even work around you know that's that's just blizzard being incompetent at designing because the, the 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 community has figured out ways to make it easier but if you go beyond that it's the same concept of difficulty except that in mythic 20 man you fucking you got two people that can literally be jerking their dick the whole time and you can still succeed at it don't give me the shit where everybody has to play perfectly it's bullshit okay the reason why people don't do Mythic raiding as much as they do Mythic Plus dungeons and Raid Finder is because Raid Finder and Mythic Plus dungeons are like thirty minute, thirty to forty fucking minutes of your time. Mythic Plus raids, you got to commit twenty people on the same fucking day, like on eight th- hours like straight, six to eight hours straight. It's not fun. It's fucking obnoxious. It's boring. Okay, nobody has fun doing that shit. Except spend DPS, where for- you just
0: spam your fucking for- rotation for like fifteen minutes straight.
1: Yeah, and it's the and it's five fucking abilities now. You just Jesus fucking Christ. Even in Raid Finder, it's so boring. You're just standing there hitting the same fucking three to four abilities in order. Uh, over and over again. And I play a Fury Warrior, Asmond Gold. It ain't fucking hard. It's three to four fucking abilities. And by the way, the only people that enjoy doing mythic raids are fucking autistic idiots. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I don't mean that, but to some degree, it's people that have like a level of autism where they can do the same thing over and over and never and get it. That's fucking not bored in the
0: demeaning it. autism sense. That's like literal autism. Yeah.
1: Seeker has that kind of autism where he has to where he can play the I same thing. I got a little bit of
0: Asperger's here.
1: I got a little bit of that. <laughs> I I get it. I'm not asking to get rid of mythic raids, by the way. I'm just saying there should be more options. And I'm saying we need to get rid of this elitist concept that like Mythic raids are more difficult than raid finder, So therefore the gear disparages should be di- Gigantic fuck off. No, it shouldn't There should be so many ways to get gear in this game because it's a fucking game. That's what it's about. Listen It's not vanilla anymore. Nobody gives a fuck. I know I used to have full dreadnought I used to fucking do nax 40 with a progression guild of vanilla I sat there in ironforge and watched little fucking weebs walk over to me and fucking inspect me. I get it This doesn't exist anymore, though. Everybody has it now. It's not a thing anymore. It's it's not prestigious. There were two modes in vanilla. There was raid and not raid. That was it. Okay, and then we hit this point where all these fuckboys were like, Can we get a more difficult rating system to make it more, you know, prestigious? But guess what? It doesn't do that. It doesn't actually do that. Because everybody just fucking does it anyways. To some degree or another.
0: And so far out of reach for most people that
1: people don't care. Even if they
0: wanted to, they couldn't.
1: Just people don't care. You could transmog now, so it's not even about how the gear looks, which is what it used to be about. Raiding gear does nothing for you. Back in the day, raid gear, you take that shit into a battleground, you kick ass. Yeah, grand marsh grand fucking warlords and grand marshals walking around in their fucking banana outfits. I'm just shitting on them with my fucking badass looking dreadnought with skulls on my shoulders. Okay? Fucking rocking Claymore of Unholy Might. They couldn't do shit. They couldn't do shit to me. And they fucking PvP'd all day every day with their honor system. It's just... It's not the same anymore. You're not gonna get that back anymore. Stop. Move on with a different game if that's what you want. If you want prestige, move on with a different game. It's not World of Warcraft anymore. I'll tell you why Wrath of the Lich King was the most popular fucking expansion they ever had, because everybody could get the previous raid tier. So you, even if you weren't raiding at the highest tier, you still felt like you were getting some kind of progress because you just wait till the next patch. And if you wanted to raid, you could switch alts on the fly. Hey, I just got this guy to to uh, level seventy, or sorry, level eighty. I'll I'll just, you know, I'll just go out and fucking, I'll get my previous raid tier on this character I just got and now I'll start raiding with this character because I'm not having a good time with this one. And I, and because I did heroic dungeons and got my previous raids here, I'm up to tier to get to go into the next raid. It's not like that anymore. It's like all this ridiculous shit and it it's yeah, like they want to funnel you
0: through the game now. You
1: want to you want to get you want to go into mythic rating, okay? So do your heroics, and then now you do your mythic, pl- mythic zero. I mean, now it, you it's, have to it's evident go into in that you normal and now keep, heroic and now mythic, but at the end of the day, it's still fucking rating.
0: Well, you can tell because people are still always talking about stuff being alt friendly. Alt friendly, can mm-hmm. we make it more alt friendly? What that really means is I don't want to do this again,
1: yeah? Like, <laughs> that's exactly what that means. All
0: these Absolutely. people that just, uh, yeah, we did it, we're done. We did the fucking content. Can we just
1: be- get our fucking gear now? And <laughs> do I have to really do it every fucking time on another fucking character? Like I want to play this game cuz it's fun, not because I don't play this game because I feel the need to invest in my character and make it stronger. I really don't. That's why I'm not playing the game right now cuz I'm not having fun. Okay? The game has to have fun elements to it. The problem is at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you do a mythic rating or normal rating or heroic rating, you're still rating and it's the same fucking <clears throat> bosses. It's, the same. it's not like it used to be in Wrath where you get like a special boss or something like that. It's the same fucking bosses, okay, and the mechanics are the fucking same. They're the same. They add like one or two fucking abilities or, or now this ability just kills everybody and, and the boss hits harder. It's, it's fucking stupid. It's so stupid, and it, it's, I'll say it again and debate me on this shit, okay? Why, if you want a challenge, why are you getting the best gear in the game? It makes it easier. If you actually wanted a challenge, you wouldn't even pick up that gear. If you really wanted a challenge, it wouldn't you wouldn't want the gear. Yeah, instead of min-maxing, like, you'd be min-minning. What's the
0: minimum amount of gear that'll I can actually walk into this fucking raid with and, and then complete do it.
1: it? Yeah. Where is my minimum gear level to where I, we can all go in and complete this at the hardest possible difficulty? That's what it's about. Because people do that in video games already, by the way. They go through games like the, the Nuzlocke Challenge on Pokemon, where they take something like Pokemon and say, this game's too fucking easy. And instead of talking to the game developer going, make it harder, they make it harder for themselves by saying, okay, if you lose a battle or it faints or whatever, you got to get rid of that one and, and shit like that. Like People put those, they do it they Dark, go Dark Souls, Souls naked? exactly but in world of warcraft you get all these fucking asperger's fucking idiots at the top that are like the game is more challenging that's why i get the better armor okay let's put this fucking math together you do the most challenging thing in the game and blizzard rewards you with armor that gives you the biggest gear score that makes you do more damage and be able to take more damage so that you can continue to do the most challenging thing in the game it's the equivalent of playing on very hard to unlock very easy. That's the equivalent, okay? It makes no fucking sense. If you want an actual challenge, you wouldn't give a fuck about the kind of gear it drops. Now cosmetic, that's a different thing entirely. You want to look badass and be the only person walking around wearing a certain piece of glowy gear? Totally get that. And that's what it should be about. But this idea, like, I still think that there should be multiple ways for everybody to get to the same item level. Like crafting, PvP, PvE, whether it be raids, dungeons, mythics, anything they can think of, warfronts, island expeditions, all these different things. As maybe you're fucking bored of island expeditions. The problem is right now, you look at the game and you go, I have to do my mythics this week. I have to do my island expeditions. I have to do the warfronts. I have yeah, to do mythics. It's raids. never,
0: oh, I get to. It's always, it's always I have miss. to. Oh, God, it's not like I have a, to it's do not like this. These
1: options you can choose between. Like, I fucking hate raiding, so I'm just going to do mythic dungeons because I like that. I like hanging out with my five friends and just doing Mythic Dungeons, but raiding with these fucking losers over here, I can't stand that shit, so I'm not going to do that. That should be item acquisition in terms of item level. Everything else should be cosmetic. You want to be a Mythic Raider? Well, only Mythic Raiders get access to some of the best-looking gear in the game. Only fucking uh, arena grandmasters, or whatever the fuck you want to call them, get access to the highest, the best-looking fucking gear in the game in terms of, like, the art team putting uh, uh, effort into it. I'm not saying all the other gear should look like shit, because that's just it already does, so that's just Blizzard artists being fucking lazy, where they're like let's just, let's just (laughs) And, and by the way, I guarantee you BFA's item sets, the whole thing where they didn't make gear sets for everybody in terms of looks is because of WoW Classic, throwing that out there that you, get, you, you think they're going to put out no, there's so, only so
0: many hours in the day, dude.
1: You think they're going to put out Wild Classic with the old models and all the old gear models? They're updating the fucking models, no fucking doubt. They're using the new models, and they're probably updating the gear to look different. And they're probably going to port that over, whatever. it if, Whatever. Uh, not that that's necessarily a negative, but whatever.
0: No, but start. it's not enough to f- bring people like us back, and it's only going to piss off the people mm-hmm. that actually want to play that.
1: I don't. I don't want old armor to look better. I don't. I don't. I wore fucking pauldrons of might for fucking nearly ten years. Okay, I don't want to wear pauldrons of might anymore. I want new, cool-looking shit. That's what I want. And stop theming it based off the expansion. Entire fucking Mr. Pandaria expansion is everybody's got to look like a fucking ninja. It's stupid. I'm a fucking death knight walking around with like little fucking ropes hanging off of my gear and shit fucking retarded. Should be based <laughs> off the class, not the expansion. You want to have one exp- one dungeon that's like that, sure, whatever, but the entire fucking expansion? Jesus Christ, everything in Legion will look badass because it was all demo- de- demonically based. But if if you're playing a character like a priest or something and you don't want to look like your gear's from a demon, you're, you don't you don't wear anything from Legion. <laughs> now, Granted the shit from Legion does still look good for some of those, but <laughs> I'm just making a point, like yeah, the class. Not armor. everything has to look that way. <clears throat> it needs to be based off the class. Get some ideas. If you're out of ideals, hire new fucking people. Clearly, you got a problem.
0: Well, speaking of uh, <laughs> shit developers, uh, let's let's talk about Destiny. Since we oh, haven't yeah, been playing this goes
1: it, goes back to what we were talking about with Black Ops.
0: All right. So well, the, the best way I can describe this, uh, so Bungie disabled the new PvP mode in Destiny 2 because people were cheesing it. So basically. Round one is both teams fight for a single point and whoever wins that point then has to defend it in round two while the other team attacks it. What people found out was that it's way easier to defend or no, was it way easier to attack?
1: It's easier to defend.
0: Okay. It's easier to defend. So they were cheesing it and not giving a shit in round one uh, so that they could just, you know, sit there and defend in round two because round one doesn't give you any points.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So there's so the gaming is, community uh,
1: for you. This is a let's find bit, the cheese strategy. And- yeah, this is a this is a double thing here. So a little bit of this is de- Destiny, uh, Bungie's fault for yeah not knowing their a little fucking stupid and not Yeah, if you're a game developer and you don't understand that gamers will cheese your system, you're a fucking idiot. You need you need to reevaluate your chair, okay, and the position that it's in because it's wrong, cor- incorrectly oriented. Uh, secondly this is also on the community and this is an example of what we are talking about with Black Ops earlier in the podcast people will always find a way to cheese, you have to shut that down or, or else and this is what's wrong with the gaming community they can't just enjoy a game they can't just be competitive, people don't want to be competitive and this is the real issue, um, I think we had we were playing the other night and we were kind of talking about this with some people that You know, when you look at Call of Duty, for example, they took out quick scoping and then they put it back in because the the uh, the professional players, the pro players were wanting it back in. If you want cheese in the game, you are not into competition. You are not a competitive person. Most people aren't competitive. Most people want the easiest way. They want advantages over other people. All you're
0: uh, you're that giant Chinese guy from Bloodsport. That's you. Yeah. You know, you're just trying to have an honorable fight, but no, you got to fucking throw the pockets in.
1: Exactly. You, most people are like that. Most people do not want uh, an even playing field because what an even playing field translates to is competition. And not a lot of people are competitive. Um, they want an advantage over somebody else. And if they can find an advantage, they'll take it. And as soon as they find an advantage, other people that are like them are going to use that advantage. So the only reason, to, the only thing you can do, they don't care about balance. People bitch about balance all the time. They don't care about balance. Whenever somebody complains about a character being imbalanced, what they really mean is I don't play that character and I want it to be changed because it it feels equal yeah, or stronger. It's just a
0: series it. of nerfs. They fucking nerf and they try to balance, but the, no matter how marginal the advantage is, people are going to do that. That's why there's always going to be a flavor of the month of World of Warcraft right, people because don't they're going to nerf the, the flavor problem of the month is, and then the next thing in right. the list comes up.
1: And that's because the problem is that people don't want balance. They want to be, they want to have an advantage. Uh, So, and not everybody's willing to change characters to have that advantage. So you get people complaining about it. Um, If people, if so, when these pro players complain about stuff like that, just remember those guys are the weakest of the pro scene. These are little bitches that can't even fucking realize that what they're asking for is an advantage. Okay, for example, in Black Ops 4, you have character classes, and then you have like special abilities that the specific characters use. One of those characters has a revolver with six shots that is a golden gun, basically. It one shots no matter where it shoots. And it's one of the characters, this character has one of the longest buildups to her super than any of the other characters. Um, there's a good chance that
0: you won't even get it in most games. Exactly.
1: Unless you're dominating, you're probably not going to get it in the game because of how long it takes to, to build up. And it also depends on the game mode. Now, that, that means the developers recognize that that was very strong, but yet they still put in quick scoping, which is the same exact thing. It's the same exact thing because quick scoping involves being mid to close range, you don't quick scope at long range. Uh, which is the same with the revolver. It doesn't work at long range because it uses an iron sight. It's medium to short range at best. Um, and you've given the players now an ability to use that. They basically have a goal. I, and it's it, people can say that it takes an amount of skill. That's, that's like saying it takes an amount of skill to tie your shoes. Yes, it takes an amount of skill to tie your shoes. Everyone can, can learn, learn it if they the want to. People that, that don't tie their shoes. Children. <laughs> don't know how to tie their shoes, okay? (laughs) It it, it means nothing, okay? When we're talking about skill, there are different levels of it, sure, but you can't just say basic things like, there is a skill. Of course there's a skill. I mean, putting a fucking M&M on your nose and then flipping your face around and catching it with your tongue is a skill. It's not as much skill as building a fucking house with a skill saw, okay? It's, It's not the same. So, by that metric, People that use quick scoping in, um, you know, pro games versus people that don't, there's a big skill gap there. And I don't mean that the people that use quick scoping have a bigger, are on the top end of that skill gap. They're not. Okay. Uh, when you, it's just like AWPs and Counter-Strike. The people, certainly there is a skill gap between people that can't use an A P AWP and people that can very well. But the skill gap between the guy that's at the peak performance of AWP versus the guy that doesn't use the AWP in pro games and instead uses guns that take more shots to kill somebody or don't have a giant scope on it that one shots people to the body. There's a bigger skill gap there. OK, so what you've done is you've taken this skill gap and you've narrowed it by allowing <clears throat> this guy to be on the same playing field as this guy when he has no business being there. And that's what's happening here in games like Destiny is people... Communities will always find an advantage like that. And you got dumbass game developers that allow it to happen. Because they don't understand. They don't get it. So what happens here? People are like, Oh, you can just defend and it's easier to defend. Well, Bungie should have figured that out and had it made it easier to attack.
0: I still maintain that they mm-hmm. don't test their shit. Even if they did, this whole internal testing thing, mm-hmm. Get people that well, actually play the game if you're going to do that. But I, th- I don't think they tested it. Let me
1: just preface this comment right here with, I don't make video games for a living. I mean, I, I don't make money. I'm trying to, but I don't make money off of them. I don't work for any kind of uh, industry people. I don't work for any game development studio. And nobody, and if I went to one of these studios, they probably wouldn't hire me. But listen to this, okay? Yeah, based okay. on your fucking
0: gonna, attitude alone. I mean, Jesus. This is gonna, <laughs>
1: This is going to blow your fucking mind, all right, with all that knowledge that I just gave you. This is going to blow your fucking mind, what I'm about to say, because you're going to be like, oh, my God, this just came from a guy that's not qualified. Um, if you are balancing a video game and you have an attack versus defense system, you have, to, you have to balance it to where attacking and defending are as close as you can possibly get them in terms of which one fa- is favorable. But when you have a game mode where you attack and defend after you both do the same exact thing to get access to attack and defend, it's okay for one of them to be easier. Okay. The reason for that is because it's about the fighting over now what you need to do though, you need to make the one that you get access to the easier one. So for example, if you have a stage one and a stage two and in stage one, you both attack and try to get access to a thing by by beating the other team in that stage one and then in stage two let's say the winning team defends and it's easier to defend every time then you have rewarded the team that performed the first time you see how that works you have now rewarded that first tier so you went in you, you won, so now you get to defend, which is the easier position. These guys are on the back pedal. It's kind of like being in a loser's bracket, you know? You lost the first game, you gotta come back and win again. That's kind of the thing here, except you've given a little bit of an advantage to the guys that already won, and they deserve that advantage because they won the first time on the even playing field. See how that works? But what Bungie has decided to do is not test that and not put it in that way to where when you win, you actually have to attack again and are at a disadvantage against the team who lost. So now you have these idiots going, Oh, I'm gonna oh no, we're losing. Oh we don't have to try hard in the first one because we want that defense position. Right? Blew your yeah. fucking mind. It's crazy. It's insane. It's like it's like I know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> 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 now now consider that I don't get paid money and Bungie does. All right. Let's think about it.
0: Well, not so much anymore because Eververse. But, you know. <laughs> okay, that's a different story. <laughs> so yep. they, they're they still fucking up.
1: That's just basic knowledge, man. And Bungie doesn't have it. So if you think at any point PvP is going to be balanced, you should jump ship now. You're an idiot. Inhale the water on your way down. <laughs> <'Cause> there's <laughs> no Breathe saving deeply. you. Breathe deeply. There's no saving you. Yeah, that if that if that moment right there doesn't explain to you that they will never figure it out, I don't know what will. I mean,
0: this is basic shit,
1: dude. <clears throat> it's ba it's very basic shit. You know, Seeker and I ran a guild in Destiny two for a long time, and it's astonishing how many people are just terrible at picking up basic shit. Basic shit. You know yeah. how easy this is?
0: If I could just have two more of me and two more of you, and we can just run that fucking raid. Yeah,
1: you know how easy this is?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know how easy this is for me? This is a fucking joke. <laughs> and I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you can't fucking do this. Because <laughs> <laughs> if right, you did, well, I wouldn't have to spend the rest of my life explaining we're shit to people.
1: hitting an hour over on this shit.
0: Yeah, well, I guess we did have stuff to talk about. Yeah, well, you know... The Gabbler Show, featuring you know, Gabbler.
1: They're going to put Lucio's as an actual cereal. Whoa, wow, okay, great. Yeah, can't we just be Blizzard, done with this shit? Blizzard, already wants mar- Blizzard wants money, amazing. And it's probably because the community asked for it like idiots. Apparently you get a free loot boost. I don't know what the fuck that means. I think they
0: it's made a loot box, boost. but, you know, they don't know what the fuck they're talking Whatever. about. We don't uh, play the game. We just perform people What is this cereal going to
1: taste like? I don't fucking know. Oh, Sugar.
0: They, they say vanilla. Sonic vanilla. <laughs>
1: vanilla fine it'll probably be delicious great but you know what that flavors already out there you're an idiot and you know what it's not manufactured cereal keep that in mind this is not a a manufactured cereal in the likes of like golden grams or cinnamon toast crunch the best Uh, those people are in the cereal business and so they can make their cereal cheap this shit's gonna be expensive people are idiots I don't know I
0: mean just because there was a spray in the game, they gotta have well, the, it the real. That makes sense in the game.
1: Line. He's a he's a fucking athlete. Of course, there's Lucio's in the game.
0: Uh, it's oh, Lucio O's.
1: <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah, because it he is. goes
0: Lucio. Oh,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. It should yeah, be Lucio's. Really
0: yeah, it should just be Lucio's. But you know. see
1: how easy this shit is.
0: <laughs> Excuse me, can I, I would like a box of Lucio O's? God, that's that is not pleasant that to say. That's
1: terrible. <laughs> can I get a box of Lucio's? Oh, yeah, there you go. That's good, yeah. Absolutely, right here, sir. Lucy Oz.
0: So, yeah, I think that's all we had to talk about. We had a lot to get off our chest. I feel better. Do you feel better?
1: I feel great, (laughs) except for my neck, but I still feel great. (laughs) I'm going to go punch baby. I feel (laughs) awesome. (laughs) You know, I used to try to be nice to Ian Hazacosis, but after this point, fuck you, Ian Hazacosis. No. I don't want to work for you. Fuck off. I was being nice in case you wanted to hire me. Fuck off. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I hope you're listening. I hope you're listening also, to this.
1: Also I feel a little bad because you get you probably get a lot of shit, but you know what, at this point I think you deserve it.
0: <clears throat> Definitely. I mean, this is how Jeff Kaplan got a job, right? Just bitching on the forums. It <laughs> could happen. Got a new president. That's right. Make Blizzard great again.
1: Mega. <laughs> MABA. <laughs>
0: All right, so I think uh, I think that about wraps it up. We are Twitch streamers who have a podcast. You can find us on Twitch and Twitter. You can find me at seeker127 on Twitch or seeker127 gaming on social media.
1: Yeah, you can find me there too. <laughs> For the most part, He's
0: got his own shit. Go follow and yeah, you know whatever. The comment. Room. What do you think of the podcast? You know. Tell us this kind of stuff so we can yeah, you, pull the knees and and explain why you're wrong. And now we're not going to do anything differently.
1: Yeah, you idiots. <laughs> <laughs> is that new? Isn't cuckoldry like super popular? You fucking idiots. <laughs> Yo, your dick is small. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't know what that was all about, but. I don't know. <laughs> All right, so this podcast is every Sunday, so uh, be sure to tune in next week. This is episode six. There's five other episodes. We're advertising for a podcast on the podcast. But, you know, if you made it this far and for some reason decided to start with six instead of one, go back and listen to one through five. It's, it's yeah. worth your time. Definitely worth your time.
1: I mean, they're definitely not like um, a series that you have to watch in order to understand the storyline, but there are some storylines in there.
0: It's character the- building, really. For both of us.
1: Honestly. Honestly, I feel like if you watch this episode first, you're not going to get the enjoyment that you would if you watched them all in a row and then got to the Ian Hazzikostas thing. Yeah. yeah. yeah you know.
0: <clears throat> it can You can sense like the change over the past month or two. Yeah. The attitude. Hey, yeah, World of Warcraft, let's give it a chance. To fuck Ian Hazzikostas. Yep. So yeah, unsub, imminent, probably. So much more I could do with... $15 a month, other than punch myself in the nuts in World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. Fucking rep grinds and shit. <laughs> I had big plans, man. I was going to have a <laughs> Dark Iron Dwarf Shaman.
1: We can still do some of that. We'll see. There's so many other games, though. That's true. Well, we'll see once uh, stuff starts falling. We're going to have no, Black we Ops. We're going to have yeah, Black
0: we're... Ops, and we're going to have Battlefield to grind out.
1: Yeah, there'll always be yeah. that stuff to go back to once we're done with like Resident Evil and shit. once oh, yeah, we're, kind we're of
0: definitely of, taking you know, little breaks for that, but we got two solid games come November that we can just always fall back on.
1: Yeah, and we're doing October right now, which is spooky month, so I think Tuesday we'll probably finish up Evil Within.
0: Yeah, and then right back to Call of Duty.
1: <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. All right. All right,
0: thanks for listening, everyone. We will. Uh, we'll see you next time on mm-hmm. electronic gaming, mostly. Sometimes. Later.